PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. To be sponsored by our official partner, DraftKings, here tonight. DraftKings has an amazing, amazing opportunity. You can play free for $25,000. Who will win the main event? Who will? There's so many questions up here in the pools. And let's go to these words right now from DraftKings. AEW fans, with DraftKings Sportsbook, everyone can join a free-to-play pool for tonight's main event. Just answer questions about what will happen and win a share of $25,000. And new Sportsbook customers can get $100 in free bets instantly. Win or lose, just bet $1 separate from tonight's main event to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code, enter the free-to-play pool, and make it rain with an official partner of AEW. MJF is the referee. There he is, a big man. What a monster. Bill Watts told me one time a long time ago that athletic big men drew money. Wardlow inside the holding cell. Inside the holding cell here in T-Mobile Arena. It's a holding cell they put people in who who have caused trouble during yeah. the hockey game. Maybe they oh. overindulge or something. Talk about somebody that caused trouble. Wardlow has caused a serious amount of carnage 
on his way. The big fella's walking with a purpose, too, Excalibur. Look at his face, his stride. He, too, has been training diligently for this match tonight. all to MJF. Well, he, des he deserves everything he gets of what he has done to Wardlow, the things that he has done to this man, and everything he's about to get. Yeah, man. When those cuffs come off, when that bell rings, there will be no escape for MJF. Wardlow is a franchise player. He's been a major brick in the foundation of building that franchise. And listen to this. No music. And his opponent from Cleveland, Ohio, weighing 267 pounds. No music, none is needed. The business relationship between Wardlow and MJF dates back to November 2019. And since then, MJF has disrespected, taken advantage of just any possible thing he could do to Wardlow. Interesting to see what JR and Excalibur, what game plan MJF has for this because he's been running scared of this man for so long. But now that the bell sounds and he's got to go at him, he's got to have some sort of plan, I would think. And Tony, notice right there, Wardlow with two pairs of handcuffs on because he... He tore through the handcuffs. Just one pair. Right, during the cage match, he sure did. Well, there's your game plan. Well, you know, MJF's going to be apt to stall, play mind games as best he can, get his uh, massive uh, adversary impatient, cause him to make a mistake where he beats himself. Back him up. If Wardlow is able to defeat MJF here tonight, he will be free of his contract with MJF, but if MJF wins, he has vowed to freeze Wardlow's contract and for Wardlow to essentially wallow in obscurity. This should come as no shock to any of us that uh, have been following AEW. MJF can play every card in the deck. They run better for him than they have for me this week. Right now, stalling for time is MJF. Referee Bryce Remsburg giving the 10 count to the outside, but uh, a, little, uh, a little slow on the count, maybe, Bryce. Well, uh, look, Remsburg's a smart kid. Shot from behind. MJF, maybe not so smart. Oh, yeah, get attention. Warlow wasting no time. With his thoughts, he's thinking power bomb. We have seen many, many wrestlers throughout the, the decades, JR, that have been hated by the fans. I'm not so sure that this may be the most hated. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's somewhat reminiscent of uh, Roddy Piper in his heyday. Yeah, yeah, very good call. Whoa. <laughs> MJF got a little too overconfident, but a shoulder to the midsection. And now MJF goes over, looking for a sunset flip. Wardlow. 
That's a great moment. MJF. There you go. Back into trying to load the MJF up. Oh, fighting. MJF fighting Wardlow. Well, I talked about a game plan. That's a pretty good counter of the uh, Powerbomb Symphony. Oh, the eye poke. Not to the eyes. MJF feeling confident, feeling like he can outsmart Wardlow. He's going to outsmart him with the side headlock, though. Well, it's slowing things down, lessens the opportunity for disaster. Slower pace will help uh, MJF. MJF looking for the O'Connor roll. Wardlow hangs on to the top rope. MJF looks for the trip. Leapfrog caught. There you go. O'Connor on by MJF. Great counter. One, two, no, Wardlow able to escape. With his left hand, MJF was reaching back to secure the other leg. I think if he had been able to do that, it would, this would be over, because apparently MJF has issues, physical issues, uh, with his leg. Well, listen, I, I don't believe anything he says. Yeah, if he had hydrated better, he might not have a Charlie horse. <laughs> fans, see, the fans not buying this either. Well, here's the other news. We have a doctor at ringside. Right. Wait, MJF digging in his trunks. He's got, the, he's got the ring. He's got that damn ring. And I think everybody knows it. He looks like a very good uh, criminal, maybe. Yeah, that's him. Guess who's coming for supper? Well, Bryce got a drink and a gamble with tonight. We can talk this out. I've never seen a bigger coward. I'll double your pay. I'll double your pay. This is not about money for Wardlow. It's been a long time since it was. He wants his freedom, does Wardlow. He wants to grow. He wants to see him become the number one man in this company. He just went quadruple. There we can't do this. I think there's been a failure to communicate. <laughs> yeah, he just needs to hit him right in the mouth. Oh, look at that. He's going to enjoy the moment. Now, do it. This has been a long time. Well, that one is enough, but how many more will we see? They're chanting one more time. One more time. Some people are chanting two more times. We're chanting a hundred more times. It's a little wordy, I'm with Tony. You. I'm with you, brother. We got time. It's the opening match. Keep power bombing. Strength of Wardlow, never more prominent, jerking uh, MJF up like he was a cruiserweight, whatever the hell that is. When he gets going, he's like a wild animal, uncaged. The tally is at two. All right. Oh, he's going north, south, east, and west. He's, he's letting all four sides of the arena here. How dominating can Wardlow be? 
as his career progresses, he gets more experience. I'm not sure there's anybody anywhere that can stop this Leviathan. Wardlow! Oh, he's not oh gone! Four and five in rapid succession. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not time. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. What a way to begin double or nothing. <laughs> This is a moment in time that neither of these men are going to ever forget, and both for very, very different reasons. Oh. I, I, I do, oh, let's see, we've lost count here. I think they're up to seven, or, or six, maybe seven. Whatever it was, again, not enough, Tony. Not, not enough. enough. Not enough. Do it again. You guys are sick. Yes, we are. Wardlow is loving this. The payback, the pain, the agony to blues, Tony. He's thinking about each and every time he was handcuffed. What about beating with a leather the belt? Beat like a wild strategy. animal. Right? You know what? I, I think I figured out MJF's strategy in this match, Tony. <laughs> He's trying to take it to a time limit draw. <laughs> Which is 20 minutes, by the way. <laughs> I digress. Look at this! My God! We're going Total for a domination! Wardlow is going to do everything he can to not let MJF off the hook. Bam! Seem to have a little more sauce on that one. The no winner of this match. Wardlow! Finally, Wardlow is free of MJF's contract, and he is free to officially join All Elite Wrestling. MJF receiving a Obviously, so medical attention. Dr. Sampson there administering over this uh, ordeal. The neck brace being placed on MJF. And JR, we were, we were waiting a long time to see Wardlow get his hands on MJF, and I'm not sure anybody anticipated it shaking out quite like this. It was devastating. Excalibur, you're right. It's uh, overtly, uh, just amazingly dominant. It shows you what Warlow can do and what, what he can be. He had that killer instinct. He didn't, he didn't back away when he saw MJF suffering. And my God, MJF was suffering plenty. Let's take a look back at some of the destruction that Wardlow wrought on MJF. Pretty straightforward, folks. All ten of them. Count with us at home. Yes, this will be three. Amazing. He didn't show any surcease, did Wardlow. No, I mean, this is... Two and a half years in the making, JR. Wardlow, 
He signed on with MJF as, as a way to get ahead here in AEW, but very quickly realized it was only going to hold him back. And after this uh, car wreck, you got to wonder what the future for both these men are. I'd say the future is very, very bright for this man, Wardlow, and our own Tony Schiavone about to get a word. What a moment! Wardlow is your winner! And we have just heard from AEW President Tony Khan, I'd like to be the first to say, Wardlow, you are now all elite! Give that man a job. Deserved. The big man's got some feelings. He's got emotion. This crowd loves this guy. Wardlow now free of MJF and free to write his own future here in AEW. But Double or Nothing has only just gotten started, and we still have so much more to come, including Elite versus Delete, the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Brothers for the first time ever here in AEW. And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Kevin Pinola. Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. 
It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. Welcome to the PWC AEW Double or Nothing Review Show. I'm your host Jimmy T, and my co-host is back. He's the One Dollar King himself, Kevin Panetta. What's cracking, like, my friend? Welcome back to the show. Very, very good pay per view tonight. Uh, minus the length, I'm happy to be here. Better talk about it. A lot, a lot of uh, good stuff to talk about tonight. I'm sure there is, but since you're the dollar king, I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Okay. Every time you're on, man, that's got to play. It's two Pennsylvania girls, by the way, too. Two girls from my state in that video. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And, uh, man, what a freaking event we've had today. I mean, already 
the chat is going off. I mean, we've got Mark Rothenberger saying, what a great AEW pay-per-view. We've got Facebook user giving a thumbs up, whoever that is. <laughs> Someone is already... Glad you watched it, Mark. Mark's a good man. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, who is this? I've got to check on Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I'll let Brandy <laughs> Rhodes. <laughs> Why does that seem like... Who do you think that was? Either Stu Wiener or friggin... Um... I'm going to go Stu. That's not, that's not Chris. Or is it William Alicia? Nah, it's not Willie. Uh, who is this man? Who who the hell is it? Let me just check because that made me laugh. And <laughs> you think so? If I had a guess, or those two, it could be. Uh... Oh man, maybe it's in Hamid Media Group. Where where is it? Where is it? Come on, man. Anyway, let's get back to the paper for the time being. While I look for whoever it was that said that, because I want to thank him. That's fucking funny. But uh, man, I mean, seriously, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, it's Big Ray. Well, there you go. Oh, Where'd you see wow. your name, Ray? <laughs> Where'd you see your name so you come up on freaking StreamYard, man? Yeah, absolutely. But damn it, this pay-per-view went way too long, dude. Seriously, yeah. by, by the time we got to Punk and Hangman Adam Page, I almost lost interest, Kev. I agree. Remember how excited I was because I'm a big Powerhouse Hobbs fan too? And like, right. I didn't that tag team match. I'm like, get to the main event already. Yeah, exactly. Me too, man. And I'm a huge Swerve fan. And I couldn't wait for that match to end. And then when the freaking Jericho, especially when the Jess match came up, I was like, what? Still that match? And then the tag team championship match. And I'm like, damn it. You're guessing the crowd to the point where once they got to the main event, I actually felt like even the fans were like over it and they were almost going to turn on both wrestlers. But besides the point, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. I mean, AEW always deliver when it comes to pay-per-views and yeah. they put on a banger once again. Great pay-per-view. They should have probably uh, not had the, uh, the, the six person tag match, the, uh, the Scorpio sky that, that, that probably should have been in the kick from the card would have made the whole thing flow better. Absolutely, man. I agree with you. And even, um, yeah, like, even the Darby Allen and uh, Kyle O'Reilly match didn't really need to be on, in my opinion. It I did, mean, there's didn't. nothing to it. You, you know, I always say Darby should be on all their pay-per-views. He, he's, like, the best homegrown AEW star. So force him on every card if you need to. So I'm not going to play him. He shouldn't I, have lost, by the way. But I agree. And I agree with you on your first statement, too. I'm a, I'm a big Darby Allen fan, too, myself. I mean, I like him a lot. But really, the context of the match, what was it about? Like, nothing. Yeah. It was well, just Steve, to get uh, everyone on. Yeah, you're right. But right. I'm glad he was on the card, and you knew it was going to be a good match. But it was unnecessary once the thing got hurt. Absolutely, it was unnecessary. Speaking of unnecessary, though, Kev, let's go to the first matchup, which was on the pre-show, between Hookhausen, as in Danhausen and Hook, versus Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nice. And, you know, I was kind of looking forward to this match at first. I'm not going to lie. And it didn't impress me. <laughs> Hook impressed me a little bit, like usual. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Tony Nice was very charismatic. I know you, got, you don't like him that much. He had a lot of good uh, face, face, facial work, too. <laughs> like, Tony Nice has potential. Um, Mark Sterling was there just to take the pin like we knew. And Dan House and I'm still not sold on it. I don't know why. 
the internet loves them. I, I'm still waiting for it, waiting for that great Danhausen moment. Have you ever seen Danhausen without the the makeup or I actually? Have. Doing... Man, he, he he he. When he's out of character, he's like a completely different guy. It's weird. But Big Ray says this pay per view is like getting a blowy, but she's not doing a great job. It's not terrible, but it feels like it's taking forever. A little too, <laughs> a little too much teeth. I feel like a little too much teeth. <laughs> Be too much grinding, bro. Too much grinding. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. I mean, nothing beats a freaking blowy while taking a dump, though. I mean, just ask the, the Dollar King himself. Dollar <laughs> King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. I had a that is the best story. It's not as good as you oh. think. Oh, I could imagine it's not. It wouldn't be as good as as I think. I mean, god damn it! But anyway, like like I was saying, yeah, this wasn't that impressive. Although Hook always impresses all of us. I mean, shit. I'm hooked, bro. I'm sure you are. And, you know, this kid, in my opinion, he's going to go places. The only thing, though, I felt like he looked a little bit smaller to me today, man. I, I don't know. Did he look smaller uh, to you? He, he he looked the same size as usual, but they call him at 206 pounds or 210 pounds. There's no way he's 210 pounds. Oh, please. Pounds. He's, he's, he, he'd be struggling to even get to a bloody 180, bro. Yeah. No, like, he's about 160, I reckon. I, um, the, my biggest complaint with the match is that uh, he was about to go for the red rum, and Mark Sterling wasn't ready to get pinned. If you put him on the, the red rum for a little bit and then tag Danhausen in, it would have been better. Like, sure, definitely I wasn't agree. ready to get pinned. So it's just kind of like he just laid there like a dead fish for uh, no reason. <laughs> it was a little too fake. Oh, speaking of dead fish, I mean, Danhausen looked like a dead fish tonight. I mean, his pants was, wasn't even fitting him for Christ's sake. But anyway, Hookhausen win by pinfall with, with a one-full pin from Danhausen on Smart Mark Sterling, thanks to Hook. And then we move on to the actual show where we get our first matchup between Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus Warlow. And now, Kev, me and uh, Jeff Lippman, or sh shall I say Dr. Jeff Lippman, did a show earlier tonight, right before um, Double or Nothing, where we did a show called the PWC Extra, where we basically cover all the news. And since the last 24 hours have been nothing but MJF mania, pretty much, you know, we're discussing if this is a work or is it a shoot. I still think this shit is a work. Yeah. Right? I, I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. They're playing the friggin' smart cards on, online so well. It's laughable. The fact that people are even taking this shit serious is making me laugh. Kev, am I wrong in saying that? No, it's a definite work. Like, uh, Larry on uh, Facebook has messaged me, but he, he was talking about this. I'm like, don't let Dave Meltzer play you. It's definitely work from the get go. Um, not to, I'm not to be stereotypical, but MJF is a proud Jew, and they're fiscally yeah. responsible. If he did not show up this event, it would been against everything he stands for in life. You know, like it would have ruined his. Yeah. Unless Vince McMahon flat out said, "Don't go to this event," which be so illegal in like a hundred different ways, tampering and stuff too. Like, there's no way. MJF was not going to show up to this event. Well, unless WWE were going to buy out his contract, then fuck it. Why not? They have to do that ahead of time, and we would know about that, though. Right. But like, anyway, at and the end of the day... Tampering. It's still tampering. It, it is, but what's the worst that can happen? I mean, there's no like official governing body when it comes to professional wrestling when you think about it, right? So can they really get into shit? 
Tony Khan is a billionaire, so he can take him to court for a long, long time. And with Nick Khan running WWE, he does not want to go to litigation for something stupid mm. like that where they're going to have him in 2024 anyway. Yeah, true. Well, well Big Ray says, we can all watch it besides Facebook. I want to interact with the chat. Unfortunately, Ray, I was supposed to be on YouTube live as well, but um, for whatever reason, it would not allow me to go live there because of some sort of character in the description. I didn't have time to figure it out. So unfortunately, we're only on Facebook and Twitter. So that's the only way you can interact with us for now, for the time being anyway. But uh, yeah, um, did you feel like MJF got totally buried here? Was it necessary? Was it punishment? Is there some sort of realism to this? To me, it's a pretty much a work shoot, if that makes any sense. Um, if you follow the story and pretend wrestling's real... This is what should have happened, uh, but if we know knowing what we know about the sport, uh, he should have got a little more offensive. Yeah, I, I would be pretty pissed if I was Wardlow. I mean, not Wardlow, MJF. Because it was a fourteen minutes fuck? match, a fourteen minute match with MJF joking around for eight minutes, so it's like a six minute match with ten power bombs. Well, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it was. And what's funny, I can see what's going to happen here on Dynamite this this week. I can see um, MJF probably turning up with a neck brace on. You know what I mean? Like full doing that chicken shit heel type of thing. You know, that, to that typical old school pro wrestling 101 heel shit. You know, come out with a neck brace, probably in a wheelchair. And some shit, you know, he'll come up with some excuses where he'll get even monster, monster heat. And I don't feel like it's really going to affect him. If anything, this is going to get him even more heat. Um, that that would work, but I think he should move on from uh, Wardlow. Let Wardlow you live in the so? sun. Yeah, have him have like a feud easy because he's not going to win the feud with Wardlow. Like it would just ruin everything they did. Give him like an easy feud to win, then go to CM Punk. He he, he pinned CM Punk before, so like he, this right, loss right. doesn't hurt him with CM Punk. So he can like he can he has that over CM Punk, but it's too soon to beat CM Punk for the belt. So I'd have him have like a, get another small feud, feud he's going to win, maybe like an Eddie Kingston or something, but not like somebody like mm. that. Not him, somebody like on that level. Uh, definitely not him. It, it, it wouldn't work. Uh, somebody that level beat him the few for three months, then go to CM Punk and beat CM Punk for the belt. But if it's Wardlow, mm. you're going to, you're going to, you're going to kill Wardlow's momentum right now. Wardlow's on top of Wardlow's like Batista and like, like beating Triple H and evolution right now. 100%. See, to me, no, you're spot on. To me, he's Batista with the Goldberg presentation. Yes. If that makes any sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the way it comes out, he's, it's Goldberg. But the way he, his mannerisms are and, the you know, just the way he wrestles, just everything about him, it just smells like Batista evolution's kind of days. Not Deacon yeah. Batista, you know, the freaking Deacon Batista. But evolution, definitely. And look, man, we've I'm sure we've all known how much of a star Wardlow was going to be. I saw it from years ago. You saw it. I'm pretty sure everyone saw it. Except for and Vince. you know what? They turned him down. Ex right. <laughs> Actually, I couldn't believe what they said. They even said to him he would never make it in professional wrestling. Can you yeah. believe that shit? He showed up to NXT uh, tryouts or whatever the tryouts were in his suit. And he's he was so confident. He's like... Yeah, yeah, I saw that interview yeah. when he said that, right. He, knew, like, he, he was like the only one that he knew had a chance. He was all like models and stuff, like idiots. That humbled him, though. No, 
<laughs> I don't think you so. Don't think so. I thought it did. I thought it actually did because for a minute, I remember with that interview, he kind of doubted himself for that moment. Maybe I'm not as good enough, but how could WWE not see this guy's look and talent? I mean, when you take one look at him, he is the prototype that WWE actually want. But when I first saw his, his hype video before he was with MJF and he was just working out, I'm like, who's this nobody? I said that right away too. So MJF definitely helped elevate him. Maybe he needed something to help him get elevated, get noticed. So like, oh, no, absolutely. Squat, he's just doing like squats. I'm like, it's just fucking loser. Like just so many guys that work out. Is that the warlord, you know, like before I beat <laughs> the warlord. <laughs> you know what else he was doing? He was doing the Brock Lesnar mannerisms too at one point, yes, if you remember. Yes, it was more Brock. You know, the, yes. the snarls, the you know, the sort of fucking snarls yeah. and just his neck movements. He still kind of does that. But like he's very much dwarfing into Batista with the Goldberg presentation now. Like um, all I hear right, yeah. All I hear when he comes out now with no music is the Goldberg thing, but not the WCW OG one. But the WWE remixed one. Do you remember that one? Where it's a bit yeah. more dramatic. Yeah, that's all I picture every time he comes out. He needs a chant really bad when he's doing this. He needs he needs a chant. So when they're like, he needs like a definitely something like that'll push him to the next level. He's doing this and like no one sings. They don't know what to say yeah. for the. Uh, well, what is the person do? It's the person go. Oh, what love. That's not <laughs> my job to come up with it. I'm not creative there. You know, he needs to come up with something to sing for like the. Symphony of Power Bombs, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, right now it's just like, like it. listen, no one's saying anything, but they're they're they love him. So you gotta you gotta power I don't know, come up with something, you know. <laughs> power bomb. Power <laughs> something power cheesy. Bomb. Power. <laughs> but like full blind like power bomb, you know. Yeah, it's up to him. Find Wardlow, find that, and then you'll get to the next level when you find that dude. You're gonna absolutely go, you you heard it here first. Absolutely. You heard it from the man himself, the Dollar King, Kevin Panetta. You never not take advice from Sexy Time. Put it that way, Wardlow. So take that advice and do better, mate. Just saying. <laughs> nah. But in all seriousness, awesome. no, nah, much better. Actually, every week he's getting better, Kev. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. He's literally skyrocketing to the top of professional wrestling. And I just hope that AEW and TK in particular don't actually fuck his momentum up. Could have, if, if he fused with MJF, if it keeps going on, it will fuck it up. That's why I said MJF's well, going to I don't actually think... I don't see it. I don't see them actually moving on just yet, though. That's the problem, Kev. You might be right. I hope not. It's going to hurt both of them. Because how can the character of MJF actually let go of this when you think about it, right? Because he said, he didn't even work for this company. I didn't even lose for an employed AEW person here. Yeah. I'm going for the world, so I already pinned the champion. So say, I'm, you're not even worth my time. He's, he's that cocky. He can just say something like that. Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I can see um, MJF actually not appearing on Dynamite, Dynamite probably this week. They'll probably give it a week or two off just to keep the smart cards online, you know, yeah. guessing the, you know, amongst themselves. Is, is it a work? Is it a shoot? Because people still truly think it's a shoot. But whatever. I guess Kate Fabe ain't dead after all, Kev. It's not. That's what's funny. But anyway, let's move on to the next matchup. And it is the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt Hardy, versus the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. And damn it, 
did the Hardy Boys look old and thrashed, dude? I mean, Nick and Matt Jackson absolutely ran rings around them, in my opinion, and they could not keep up with them. They were gassed, dude. Yeah, Jeff, believe it or not, usually Matt looks like the older one. Jeff looked really beat up. He looked thrashed, dude. Yeah, he looked like it was Soma Slam, bro, for, for Jeff Hardy tonight. It made me question at times, like, was is Jeff really a great seller or was he he's just always hurt? <laughs> he's just like, well, they're pretty banged up, Kev, to be fair, man. Matt didn't look yeah. as bad, but like Jeff looked, and they're like both, 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 the, the, both teams had a couple botches, a couple sloppy moves, too. Even the Young Bucks did, slipped up a little bit. But the Standard. Young Bucks definitely are awesome. And yeah, he looked great in this matchup, that's for sure. I mean, I can easily bash him. But you know what, man? They really looked pretty fucking good, man. And they look fit, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, I hate to say it, Matt Jackson's more ripped than Adam Cole. Well, and Adam Cole's a fat ass, though, dude. So, you know what I mean? He needs to, like, you know, lose some KGs. Just saying. But, uh, but uh, yeah, look. I actually, I originally did go with the Hardy Boys, funny enough. I actually went with the Hardys originally. And then come uncaged, I kind of changed my mind. I was like, hmm, you know what? Others made me think differently because I think it was you too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys are saying, you know, the Bucks will get the first win and then the Hardys will win, you know, TLC or a tables match, whatever would come no, up. I, I whatever what, gimmick match. I was the opposite. Oh, yeah, you did too. You did too. You're right. I originally said Hardys on the skirmish, on the predictions that we did there, me and Chris. And then I changed to the Bucks come uncaged. I should have stuck with the Hardys because really I knew all along they would probably win that first one. Mm. But they didn't deserve it in my opinion. The Bucks looked a million bucks. And I hate to say it, but they were running rings around them. And the Hardy boys are definitely very unfit. Although I was seeing amongst the IWC and even in our group in HMG where we were interacting with all the boys. And, you know, a lot of people were saying that Jeff Hardy looked pretty fucked up. I yeah, mean, I said to my friend too. Think- like, yeah, I said I, I actually said to my friend, I'm like, he looked like he was on some pain pills tonight. He, his eyes he was on somers. Yeah, yeah, his eyes were a little glossy, and uh, he was <laughs> a step off. Yeah, I, I said to my friend too, like, you think he was on? Uh, I said Yerks is like a slang joke. Percocets, right, like, right. He was yerked up a little bit tonight, don't you? And he he agreed. But yeah, uh, it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame him if he, but he's in a lot of pain. But uh, I feel bad for him. Well, and the reason I said picked, it. Uh, you don't remember the reason I picked them to win is because I said that uh, they're they're like dying. I can see they're like on their last legs in wrestling. So I don't yeah, think dude. I don't think this should be a feud. So if they're doing yeah, all things so. just right away, so they needed to win this one and not make it be a feud. If the the the, the, the uh, young bucks won, this would be like a three to five match feud, which it still might be. I might be wrong about that. But that you was think my. It's a- picking them to win yeah jeff hardy is pretty banged up and unfortunately like i said man soma slam is running wild brother especially with jeff man and i hate to joke about it but i mean soma slam bro <laughs> it is what it is vince sounds like he was protecting them like they're just doing all the high spots still like vince like jeff's doing crazy shit you know like vince definitely was looking out for him i think for their best interest oh. I agree, and they were pretty much untouchable, you know, in WWE, no matter what they did, especially Jeff. And, uh, you know, I couldn't help but notice, you know, this was a lot of 
it, it was a lot of reminiscing on Jeff Hardy's last night in WWE, the way he walked into the crowd and just drifted away with the fans and whatnot yeah. and just walked off. He reenacted if, that pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The cosplay was back at back at it in full force. I couldn't help it, man. A lot of this shit is cosplay in many ways, let's be honest, Kev. But oh, it is what it is. It's kind of sad to see. I, I am happy that the Hardys won, although the, the Bucks really made – sorry? I agree with you. They, I'm, we're, I'm glad they won, but they didn't deserve it. The Bucks yeah. definitely. We'll see where we go with them you know, moving forward. But anyway – Let's move on to the next matchup between Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill for the AEW TBS Championship. I was pretty... Look, man, if you're going to have Jade Cargill against Anna Jay, this match shouldn't last no more than 10 seconds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, it went for, felt like 10 to 12 minutes, even though we got Athena debuting and uh, we also got Mark Bivens debuting. Was it in this matchup that he turned up? Yes, yes, at the end. It was, right. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised about Bivens. I was kind of surprised about Athena. I mean, it was only a matter of time. And when I say Athena, I'm talking about Ember Moon, for anyone that doesn't know who that is. And, I mean, the crowd popped, man. I didn't mind the theme music, too. Yeah, I liked her, uh, her what's it, the uh, the Forgotten Goddess? It was a cool nickname for her, too. Yeah, yeah, the Forgotten Goddess. That's exactly right. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Hate to be Greek cosplaying, right? I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> her yeah. name's Athena. She's a goddess. I mean, whatever. So, like I tell you all the time, I have like a couple friends over for just for the pay per views. They don't watch the weekly shows, and right. they know Jay Cargill. And then uh, when when Anna Jay came to the ring, they're like, "Kev, who's this girl?" And I'm like, "Oh, she was in the Dark Order." They're like, "Who?" <laughs> like, I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah. So they have no idea. So obviously, they, they she should have lost, and she should have lost quicker. Like the casuals Absolutely. have no idea who the fuck she is. She's hot though. I'm like. Just, she's really hot. Just check her out, dude. She's really pretty. That's that's what's that's the only thing that's going for her, unfortunately, man. Which is not a bad thing, but yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. She would she looked she looked hot, man. I mean, tonight, absolutely hot, dude. But uh, Jade Cargill gets the win, even though it should have been in the ten seconds flat, in my opinion. But yeah. for whatever reason, they went with a ten minute match, which is just cringe to me. It is what it is. A six but, minute after match, you know, like. That could have went to other shit, you know? Well, especially, like, as we get John Silver running into Counter Sterling, ripping his neck brace off and hitting a brain buster on the floor, Jade hits, hits Eye of the Storm for two. Then we got Chicken Wings. Jaded reversed. Body scissors sleeper. Hold applied. But Cargill fights to her feet and rams it in the corner to escape it. Sidestep and elbow up top. Jocking for position. Stokely Hathaway is here. Chicken wings galore. And Jade Cargill wins by pinfall with an avalanche. Jaded to retain the AEW Women's Championship. Or TBS Women's Championship for that matter. Uh, I, like right. to see, like, I know we're being a little negative right now. But like, it, we, I was really enthralled by the whole pay-per-view by this point too. I know, I'm, well, we're just critical. Right. It's our job to be critical. You know, we have to like... <laughs> We can't just be like, hey, everything's great and then just not talk about stuff, you know? Well, we could, but then we'll be labeled as Mark Tards and what do we know, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and when we say that, right, and unfortunately it is what it is, Kev, but when we do say that and when we nitpick shit, which is pointing out little discrepancies, it doesn't mean it's it's like ruins the match or anything yeah. like that. It doesn't mean it's Which bad. is talk... Right, exactly. Wait, it's hang on a minute. Should have been a little shorter. 
Well, Dr. Michael Jago says in the chat, let's not pretend this was a good show just because of the end result. This show was crap. Nah, well, it's <laughs> long, but it wasn't crap. Well, you're going to have to wait for what me and Jago think on the blow-off about um, Double or Nothing because I can't wait till Jago has his say because it's going to be a ripper. And you know what? I can understand where he's coming from too, though, Kev. I mean, there was a lot of shit that, like I was saying before, which is a bit, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Especially once we got midway through the card. I mean, there was a big lull period by that point up until the main event, or maybe up until the second last matchup. But, hey, he might have a point. I mean, not everyone's going to like this show, but it is what it is. But, Jimmy, but, there's, uh, yeah. why, there's a reason why movies are three hours tops. The Avengers can get away three and a half hours. You know? Oh, God damn it. But but this shit here, this shit right here, though, Kev? Five hours. We had five hours. There's five three fucking hours. hours. There's three great hours. It was three great hours, exactly, and two absolutely just crap hours. And sure, in, in the Humming Media Group, we're all pretty much shitting on a lot of the shit. It yeah. seemed like we're pretty negative, actually. But we just play in the, in the group, you know what I mean? We're having a laugh, really. But that's all we're doing. Oh, wait a minute. Jago also goes on to say, here's what it is. Four hours of wrestling with a best-case three-star match and a good main event. I don't even know, Jago, if it was a good main event, to be honest with you, man. Yeah, I was zoned out by then, too. Like, I think there was three-star matches before then. I was yeah, I agree up. with him. I agree with him 100%. And look out for Jago because he's back as of tomorrow. And he's also going to be back on Uncaged next week. So look out for Dr. Michael Jago. And thank God you're back, Jago. Just just quietly. <laughs> We've missed you, man. But um, anyway, yeah, I mean, he's right, dude. I actually agree with him with that 100%. But um, what do you think of Athena? Do you think she'll she'll make a splash? No pun intended in in AEW now. Um, it's oversaturated. Um, believe it or not, like the match tonight was probably the best women's match we'll ever see there. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb doesn't get better than that. Like if they would have built on that instead of Rio from the beginning, it would have been yeah. a chance of being a great women's division. And Britt Baker too. They have a. And, uh, right. I think it's good, but I think she's overrated. Yeah, yeah, I think she is too, actually. And and you know what the problem is here? They're hiring a lot of, I don't want to say botchsters, but Ember Moon or Athena, whatever you want to call her, I mean, she's known to, like, you know, fuck up a lot of her shit too, man. And I don't know if AEW needs more of these type of, you know, women wrestlers. They need another, like, I don't, Tony Storm is an example, but probably not a good example at the moment. Mickey James, they should throw all their money. Mickey, Mickey James. Yeah. Mickey James. Great. That's a great actual yeah. example. How is she not there? Like, give her all the fucking money. <laughs> I, I don't know. She'd be perfect, too, for the company. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll shoot all over this show tomorrow, with the exception <laughs> of the main event. While I don't like the result, I don't have a lot of bad to say about the match itself. I don't know, Jago. I don't know, man. Uh I'm not quite sure, man. I felt like this match was slow at first. And then, like I was saying comments in Humming Media Group, I was saying that um, it's going to be you know, a slow build, and then the last five minutes, we're going to have near fall after fucking near fall after near fall, and then what do you know, seven stars by the end of the match. And that's how I felt, you know what I mean? 
Jugger also said in the chat, though, they fucked Tony with her losing to Brit, who didn't need the win. I agree 100%. I disagree. It's the first tournament, so do you give it to your name. Give it to Britt Baker the first time. Next year, you give it to somebody else. The, it has to be an AEW person the first year. Uh, hmm. Adam Cole shouldn't have won, though. Should not have won. I think this one. Hell no. No. Hell fucking um, no. But even though it was kind of obvious they wanted to do the McMahon Helmsley era once again in AEW, I told you it is cosplaying elite wrestling. That's what this shit is. I mean, seriously. Facebook user says it's the same old with Athena. Her run in NXT and WWE sucked. AEW dorks went nuts for her, but she was a whack. Oh, Big Ray. Nicely, <laughs> nicely played there. I kind of agree with him. I'm sorry. I actually do. Kev, is he wrong? She was cool on NXT. People liked her. Like maybe just because of her finisher. First, her first run, definitely. Yes, yes. Then she second run. Hell no. Then she did nothing. Shasi carried her when we were the tag team together. As much as yeah, William Alicia likes to hate Shasi, but it's for AEW. They they needed AEW people to be the first. It's the first time it's gonna be tradition. You know, it's the first time for tr tradition. Britt doesn't need anything. You're right. But for Tony Khan, yeah. AW, they needed an AW person. And a and Adam Cole's not an AW person, so he needed to give it to Britt. Ruby. God damn it. Ruby Riot, who cares about Ruby Riot? Anyway, she's not going to be anything. Huh. Who? <laughs> yeah, we know that, Jago. We actually end up knowing that. It just, it's just silly that sometimes the names don't come up and you have to literally go into the Facebook groups to see who actually posted. But yeah. But thanks for the info, actually, Jago. But, um, do you agree with yeah. that? Though? Like, for, for their first tournament ever, you need one AEW person to win it. And Britt is like their AEW girl. Yeah, you know what? I should have really gone with Britt Baker. We all went Ruby Riot, I think, didn't we? Not so, me. um, what? You went Britt Baker? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Why the fuck would I go Ruby Riot, man? I can't stand her head, bro. I'm just saying. Um, I, I said that I thought Tony Khan might consider it because he wanted to push her because if people are talking shit on him, I called him a contrarian. Well, before I answer that, just quietly, Ray, see, read the the little scrolling words down the bottom there, dude, and it will tell you why. I actually put it down there. So if you want to get your name showing, you basically have to click on just read the ticker on the bottom. It will actually tell you. Yeah, Mark Rothenberg, are you still there? Make some comments, bro. Yeah. I would have put legit anyone else in the tournament over than Brit. Even Ruby Riot Jago, though. I mean, Jago. Ruby Soho. Chris Statlander, I would have, like, if she was still in the tournament and not Ruby, I would have given it to her. But at 100%. Yeah, Chris Statler would have a good choice, but Britt Baker needed to be Ruby Riot. They needed an AEW person to win it first. It's true, man. I mean, I don't know if they really needed an AEW. I, I still think they were just playing on the, you know, the power couple bullshit between Adam Cole, Bebe, and um, Britt Baker. And and those belts, I don't care what anyone says, they looked girly. Yeah, they looked terrible. <laughs> they were terrible, but a lot of people online were absolutely praising it, dude. Like it was the best thing since sliced bread. It's worse than the uh, Braun Strowman uh, greatest Royal Rumble ever belt. <laughs> that green fucking yeah. piece of shit? The green piece of shit. Oh, yuck. Hank, 
that I agree with. Oh, Even Maki or it's no, I totally no. agree. Chris Statlander, yes, I give you Chris Statlander. Not and Statlander, but I like Maki too. Actually, funny enough, I was laughing. You know what made me laugh? Remember last week when she got slapped by Britt Baker and she started crying like, ah. <laughs> that was funny, dude. That actually made me laugh. But um, but Jago also goes on to say, Statlander, Ruby, Anna J, Jimmy Crackle, <laughs> Pineapple Pete. Instead of this match, have Ruby against uh, Jade, and Jade lose. Jade beat Ruby, or excuse me, Jade beat Britt Baker. Anna J would have been perfect for that. Oh, but not Statlander. Excuse me, Statlander, not Ruby, not Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury's the worst ever. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Invisible Woman, though, man? <laughs> Ty Conti would have been okay too instead of in that stupid three on three match. Mm. But for that, but Ruby Riot against Britt, Britt's better beat Ruby Riot every fucking time. Oh shit, you gotta give me a second. Hey D, can you pass my charger, please? Because I also I, have I the profile to put my picture Baker, so I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool, man. How is she? I, I, I hear like from various sources, it's plugged over there, by the way. Um, that she's better looking in actual person oh than God, she's yeah. on television. Is that true? Yes, she's so much prettier in person. So it seems Chris Statlander, by the way, too. They both look so much hotter in person. Yeah, I agree. I, well, I haven't seen her in person, but Jugger says literally anyone. Yes, I'd even put D. <laughs> over... <laughs> he put D? you over D. My, uh, my girl. <laughs> he... <laughs> uh, would you That's put Brandy Rose over? <laughs> oh god well, yeah yeah jago would you put brandy Rhodes over answer that because if you say yes i mean come on dude seriously well anyway where were we with that matchup we'll still talk about the women but let's actually move on for once because at the end of the day it is what it is oh my god you're kidding jago really <laughs> Come on, dude. You're drinking, aren't you, Drago? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Why do you hate Brie Baker so much, man? What, did she fuck up your teeth? Is that what no, happened? Because she, she's the longest reigning champion, so she doesn't need the, the rub. I, I get what he's thinking. Yeah, no, no, I know. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, it's Big Ray. Hang on. Let me fix that ticker for you, actually, Ray, so then um you can see what it actually says. Because, um, I don't know, StreamYard is kind of funny with this shit. I don't know why they do that. It is what it is. But um, what do you do? You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, we move on to the, I think, was it the trios match? No, yes. It was Death Triangle, Pac, Penta, Oscuro, and Ray Phoenix versus House of Black, Elevations, Darkness, whatever, like Chris says, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black. I went with uh, the House of Black. Did you go House of Black? I went House of Black. Oh, good. So, because <laughs> uh, I think Jeff Lippman, I believe, went uh, the Triangles. Did he? Did he go to the Triangles? I yes, believe. He... Yeah. Well, wrong, Jeff. Wrong. <laughs> but uh, this match was too too much. Too much, man. Went for way too long. It was a fun little match, no doubt, but too much bullshit was going on and the thing is if you're going to call yourself pentagon dark right why bring your kid out yep you saw what i wrote right i, mean, like, I zoned out from the get-go so did you know i didn't see that 
you're really supposed to take House of Black serious, like uh, as a threat. They're supposed to be like psychos, like uh, like 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 American uh, true detective, like wearing the mask and stuff, being crazy killers. But then you bring your fucking yeah. five year old kid to the ring. Like, how can I take these people serious then? Like, if uh, Pentagon's not was it Ray's kid or like the uh, Alex's kid? Whose kid was it? Um, I, I think it was actually um, Penta's because I'm pretty sure he's got all girls, man, in his family. So Penta brings his five-year-old kid to the ring? Like, uh, they're not a threat then. What's the first thing you do? Like, if someone's like, uh, if someone's trying to kill you or fight you, you, you make sure your kids and family are safe. Your wife and kids right. are safe. So, like, you're right. going to bring five-year-old kids to, like, a, a, a rumble with, like, crazy people? So, no, there's no I threat it just took me out of the match from the get-go. And then the kid almost walked into the fucking fire and almost died. You see that? He like was two steps away from the fire. So like, yeah, I don't even want to like get your kids off the, f- you can only take your kid. If you're Goldberg, you can bring your kid on the screen because Goldberg peace people in 30 seconds. If you're going to get Whoa. psycho killers, get your kids away from the fucking screen. Get your wives away from the screen too. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah. And especially like, it just takes away the fucking mystique. No psychology. Of, uh, no psychology. Tony Khan. None. Tell him to shut. Tony Khan, you're 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 a student of the game. Say, get your kids out of the fucking ring, then, fucking idiot. I'm getting passionate yes. about this. Like psychology, should, as you should. You guys are more into this than I am. Absolutely agree with you, bro. Be better. You're you're one hundred percent correct. Never again. Fucking absolutely. Idiot. Fucking idiot indeed, and. That's Booker of the Year shit, man. That's that's how Booker of the Year's roll, bro. Apparently, it is I'm what it is. About this, it burns my gears, dude. This is ter- idiotic. It's idiotic. I love that Malachi Black. Shit. I love Julia Hart. Like it's it, you, you killed the whole match before it started. We know Jago. We know. We know. We get it. Don't worry. She's already main event. She didn't need that win at all. They need the G challenges and could have made one, but when we Brit. And he also said, goth cheerleaders over, st- <laughs> over strong. Boy, that House of Black matches sucked. Love, Big Ray. <laughs> You're funny, Ray. Five-year-old kids are creepy, Big Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, AIDS, baby. Or something. Oh, fuck. I don't give a <laughs> shit about your kids, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking hell, man. You guys are on fire, man. Malachi would have kicked the kid in the face. I would have been like... <laughs> if the kid went up in flames, the stupid marks would chant, holy shit, holy shit. No, 100%. There, there's no, there's Melzer, no doubt about it. Jimmy, J, Dave Melzer was like, well, in 2007 in the Tokyo Dome, Pentagon gave birth. <laughs> he, 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 he knocked up his wife there. And Malachi oh. Black, was, uh, Tommy N was in the crowd. So it was a throwback to them. And the kid, they got like... So it's nine stars because of that. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. Anyway, House of Black win by pinfall with Black Mass from Malachi Black on pack. And just quietly, Kev, was it just me or did Pack look like a friggin' Muppet with that stupid mask on during the entrance? He did. I mean, uh, Pac is too, too good for the Death Triangle. Yeah, he uh, is, man. He's the Death Triangle. Fire Brody King, have mm-hmm. Alistair Black and Murphy be a team, and have <laughs> and the Lucha Brothers be a team. When when AEW first started, Pac was like a main eventer, and he could have been going for the world. He was. It's just a piece of shit bum right now. He's pretty much 
in a worse spot, I dare say, than his WWE run, Kev. Yep, he was better for <laughs> his funeral than Zo. Yeah, he was. He always looks like a Muppet. Dumbo was a Muppet, right? Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. I mean, just check out his ears. He definitely does look like a Muppet. But with his fucking Dumbo ears and a stupid baggy sort of mask, he looked like a freaking rooster or some shit. Not he's, the red rooster, but a rooster, no less. Pac is too good yeah. for that match. And so yeah, is no, Malaka he, Black, honestly. They're both too good for that match. Who, Malaka Black? Yeah, they should be going on, slow right now, like, go against each other. Like, it's they're, they're both too good for that match. Well... Look, the one positive thing is, I guess Julia Hart joining House of Black seems sort of all right. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt for now. I want to see what they do with her and the House of Black. Um, Malika loves young girls, don't he? See the way he grabbed her face too? Yeah, I mean, if, maybe him and Zelina are freaks, dude, and they like sort of... Uh, he likes really tiny you know, girls to look like, yeah. He, he does, and maybe, you know, they're a swingers couple for, you know, actually, Kev. I mean, who knows? Maybe Julia Hart is part of the crew. This feels like, though, cosplaying of the Wyatt family, though, where Julia Hart is kind of Alexa Bliss. You're going to get ripped for that because they're apparently cosplaying. Uh, Edge is cosplaying them. Apparently, you're going to get ripped for that. Suppose it, well, according to Brody, to Brody King. Yeah. And you know what, dude? A lot of people don't like Brody King. Is he really that bad? I mean, come on. He's a big, tough motherfucker, dude. But I hear a lot of negative comments about him. How about his tope suicida when he lands on his lands oh, on his, it's terrible oh boy boy did he fucking fuck that up ba not, bad bad but he's just generic indie guys like he's there's a thousand of them you know he, i you, agree jago those people are stupid pick out a birdie king yeah i know he shouldn't be doing moves like that anyway how big is the guy isn't he like six eight weighs about 280 at least drew mcintyre i mean come on keith lee didn't fuck yeah it up. but thing but He's athletic though. Drew McIntyre is pretty athletic. Keith I mean, Lee look at Keith Lee did it the same night later on, which they all shouldn't be doing True. that, by the way. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. And like Jago says, those people are stupid because that's exactly right. Yep. I mean, they need to slow the fuck down and just sometimes and that's the problem with professional wrestling now, right? I mean, it's like when people say Hogan can't wrestle, right? But he actually could. I mean, if you watch, you know, some of his New Japan stuff, the guy could wrestle, but you know why he doesn't wrestle in the Western sort of fucking, you know, fan base? Because he never had to. Do you know what I'm saying? He knew how to fucking tell a story in the ring and fucking get himself over without doing fuck all. Because, you know, us Westerners, you know, sometimes we can be fooled pretty easily compared to the to our Eastern sort of friends. What, 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 what's this? Gonzo bomb everyone. Wait, Gonzo was a Muppet too, right? Actually, he was. As a matter of fact, Jago, I did quote Gonzo in the, the, the Hamin Media Group chat, and I was referencing to Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So Gonzo indeed. <laughs> he also said they should be booking Brody like they're booking Wardlow. Nah, Brody sucks. Yeah. See, Why? Why does he suck in your opinion? Vanilla. He's just he's no he's just vanilla. He's no personality. He's just uh, wait, whoa, whoa, tattoo whoa, guy. Whoa. He's speedo tattoo guy with a beard. Hold what, on, like, hold on. Hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone there, Kev. I mean, really, has he even had a real moment to really shine in the House of Black? He's pretty much you know who he is right now. 
he's pretty much Jack Swagger in the jazz group, you All know, right. to, to maybe, House of Black. Maybe you saw him in MLW, which I saw him in, the, in MLW too, and he was boring there too. But uh, I knew him from Ring of Honor and, and Impact I Wrestling. MLW, That's what I was saw it's, I know him from the, uh, the, the uh, Battle Royal, I think they're whatever they're called, the Battle Riots, and he sucked. Well, I didn't mind him. Look, I love the way he sort of wrestles because he wrestles like a big guy, except when he tries to do fucking flips. I don't know why he does that. But like Jago said, it's hard to have a personality when they don't let you talk and make you Malachi's bodyguard. It's true. I mean, what am I to go by? Like your imagination? Like, well, if you were Jeff Hardy, you would be going by your imagination. He could push, (laughs) get it? They write their own (laughs) scripts. There's no script. He can pitch his own shit. So he must be boring as fuck if he can't pitch his own idea. That's why uh, Jack Evans didn't get there because he couldn't pitch his own ideas. Dude, why he got fired? I'm glad you brought that idiot up. I mean, he admitted, like, you, did you see his interview with Chris Van Fleet? I saw clips of it, not the whole thing. He was pretty much admitting how he was a lazy bum and he deserved to get fired from AEW, dude. Or released. Mm. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> what a fucking... What a douchebag. But anyway, it is what it is. But anyway, Malachi Black and the House of Black win the match as Julia Hart leaves with the House of Black. So we move on to a ridiculous matchup between Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe for your Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Finals matchup. It was a good match. Hated the fucking finish, dude. It's a good match. It's three stars, and Jargo wouldn't give it three stars. Three stars. (laughs) I, how the fuck does this little fat shit Adam Cole beat I guess big fat shit Samoa Joe and I love Samoa Joe in this matchup I just I, I just can't wrap my head around it I looked at my friend watching the pay-per-view and I'm like in real life Samoa Joe would kill this clown in 25 seconds <laughs> I know it's a good 25 wrestler, seconds yeah maybe less Seriously, he would absolutely eat him alive. Like, legit. Yeah, Samojo should have won. But I know they want to do the power believe it. Thing, which I said on our breakdown. It's the fucking McMahon-Helmsley era once a fucking again. I'm telling you, that's where they're doing it. It's Cosplay 101 once again. AEW. I they mean, it should be called... They had to, make to, uh, they had to make up to uh, Adam Cole Frank and lose to, to uh, Orange Cassidy. This is like the, the repayment, I think. I agree. Jaga goes on to say three stars is just over average. I expect better from these two. Good match, shit finish, felt like a SmackDown match. Yeah, yeah was, well, especially with the finish. I thought this was going to be a match of the night. It was, it was, uh, it was cool. It was, know? yeah. It yeah. look, it was weird. I felt like it just went, it went with the motions. It wasn't really like spectacular. It was kind of slow and methodical, but in a good way. And it just, yeah, I, I guess the, the finish just t- took the match away from me. For me, you know, I, other than that, it was a decent match. I give this Cole versus Joe match. Is that right? <laughs> a five star bird. I mean, that's that's one of the comments of the day. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, yes, it was Ray. Love Big Ray. I know, you tell. <laughs> I love Ray. <laughs> and he does the bird. Love Big Ray. Oh, you're a funny cunt. Ray, absolute funny cunt. But um, anyway, so like we were saying, Joe loses. Cole blasting with a boot, knee pad down. 
Samoa ducks and locks the Kakina clutch in. He breaks it to take care of Fish with an elbow. Big Chops takes Adam down after. Back and forth, Cole hits the boom. And Adam Cole wins by pinfall with the boom to win the Owen Howe Foundation Tournament. Which I don't understand why, but it happened. It is what it is. He's wearing pink and black, bro. Oh, that's right. Everyone wants to suck Bret Hart's dick still, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, like, does that, how, many, how many people are going to make money off his name that have nothing to do with him, by the way? It's making me sick. I hate how, look, it's cool to be fans, including professional wrestlers, right? I've got no problem with that. What my problem is, when you show it on television, right, where you're trying to, you're trying to take these guys seriously, but then they come across as big marktards for, like, the old school wrestlers, especially for Brett. I mean, AEW is all about sucking Brett's dick. And, like, I'm sure me, it was you and I that said it on the machismo. We don't mind when dicks get sucked. We just want variety of dicks getting sucked. It's not up. the same old dick. Right. Absolutely. We want variety. Give us something different week to week. Not the same shit. Especially when you got, like, about six, seven guys in the back that all are lining up to suck Brett's dick. I'm a Tataka fan. I'll suck Tataka's dick this week instead of Sakawa. <laughs> I like, I like Tataka. I'm going to suck Tataka's dick instead of Razor Ramones this week. Who are you going to suck this week, Jamie? Give me somebody who's different dick. You're going to suck. Uh, me? Who, whose dick would I suck tonight? I don't know, man. I'm disappointed, bro. <laughs> uh, who's an old school dick you want to suck? Uh, if it was an old school dick, it'd probably be Hall and Nash right now, bro. Ah, been, their dicks are sucked too much. Yeah, but their dicks are big, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, come on. But, <laughs> but anyway, that that threw me off. And no, no, no homo. I don't roll well, that way. Just gay. quietly. It's a metaphor. Not gay. Sucking. It's a metaphor. Exactly. Metaphoric. Maybe I am gay. I mean, I am happy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Gay does mean happy. Yeah, but never do. <laughs> that's, that's great man just quietly man did, did you tell me if you saw this fucking um these memes with mjf today a fucking gold yeah, bro how good is that that is one of the best photoshops i've ever seen yeah. because that looks almost legit <laughs> like seriously but this one right here kills me bro <laughs> uh, but even edgy got in got in on the fun but look at this right here man Tony fucking coking off his guts. <laughs> How good is that? That is gold, man. But anyway, let's move on to fucking from one fucking Adam Cole to a fucking other Mrs. Cole, as in DMD, Brie Baker herself, versus Ruby the Gonzo Soho in another Owen Hart Foundation tournament finals match. And boy, was I glad that DMD got the win in the end, bro. I felt uh, Ruby was trying to get over on Owen Hart's name, too. She did the, the sharpshooter. Um, she uh, stole Owen Hart's catchphrase. Um, she has no personality. You know, like, her. what's her personality? I'm stealing Owen Hart's name, and I like punk music. Yeah. That's, and, yeah, that's it. That's and it. she looks like she would sniff a lot of ass with that fucking schmods, mm. that, 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 that thing on her face. But, anyway... Jago goes in the comments, do you like sucking dick? Head over to Big Ray's Dilda Imperium <laughs> for every finest in glory whole variety. Uh, should be a new sponsor, actually, Ray. <laughs> they should have double-turned Brit and Ruby. They yeah. definitely should have 
Brit, the fans wanted to cheer Brit forever. Definitely, she should be absolutely. A and the fans have totally turned on Ruby to the point where she's rattled. Go for it, Kev. Brit's starting to lose it too. She did the, and they didn't yell DMD that loud too. Like she's starting to lose. Her. Oh really? Yeah, she's like I actually missed that. Yeah, she that and they like they yelled, but it wasn't like how well, she used to get. Like she's starting to lose her uh, her following. Maybe she was doing the WCW after Bret Hart, you know, beat Shawn or lost to Shawn Michaels. He said, "What, what, what's she doing?" I'm like, "The DMD, like it was pretty weak." It used to be. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe she was doing DIC. <laughs> I'm just saying, and a K, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, yeah, Britt Baker gets the win with the fucking um, via a a roll pin. Was it the same finish win- of uh, WrestleMania, like the roll up there, like with Owen Hart? Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, yeah, it was actually it was. We've oh. still got fucking cosplaying, folks. It is the fucking thing of this company. I'm telling you now, everybody wants to do rehashes of the past, except I'll tell you something, Kev. They all suck at doing these rehashes, dude. Well, Britt didn't do that bags. You didn't notice. I didn't notice, but to be fair, I was zoning out at this point too. Sure, sure, sure. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. They are pretty bad. Uh, it was bad. And uh, I can't stand Ruby Soho. Sorry. Why don't they do like more WCW finishes instead of guys that are still like uh, getting paid by WWE? You know what? Like like, like a, a dusty party, finish? Do like a Tolly Blanchard <laughs> thing and like bring that up and like bring it out? You know, like or a uh, Lex Luger something's not on WWE's payroll. Because even though they make you think that they're the second coming of WC, sorry, or a Sid Vicious or something, you know? Yeah, especially like the Scissor incident. I want to see cosplay where Arn Anderson. <laughs> stabbed fucking Sid Vicious, I think in Germany or wherever they were when that happened, while he was holding his squirrel that apparently he used to carry around everywhere. That would have been a great cosplay, except they should actually really do it to each other. But anyway, I digress. But uh, as far as Tully goes, well, he's in Ring of Honor now, brother. That's right. He's demoted, dude. He's with, demoted. Uh, with Brian Cage, right? With Brian Cage, you know, Rage in the Cage... I still don't understand what they're doing with this guy because he actually looked great in the last Ring of Honor pay per view, but yeah, all the <laughs> all the <laughs> the break a leg Sid Vicious would have been perfect cosplay because half these guys should break their legs the way they wrestle. And Jago also says, yeah, it was Brett versus Owen WrestleMania finish, but you know what the problem is, Jago? They do this week in week out, especially the Brett versus Owen. That seems to be a favorite amongst all these AEW marktards. I'm just saying, it's true. It's I would damn have true. Bianca versus Shawn Michaels finish. <laughs> oh well, you know it's funny, and I'll get to the main event. Speaking of cosplay, do did you see the part with the, in the main event? But I just want to mention this before I forget, because I know I'll forget later on. Where Hangman was thinking about hitting um, CM Punk with the belt, right? Yeah. And he didn't do it. I thought for a minute we we're gonna get The Rock doing the chair shot on Shamrock. You know when he's like, Oh, that's why come he on, hit me. I was so happy Hangman didn't do it because Dave Meltzer says Hangman's a heel. <laughs> so it's right. like, if the heel would have done that, Dave, fuck you, Dave. You're wrong again. Yeah, yeah Dave. Both faces. Fuck you. Fuck you, Dave. They're both heels. They're not faces. Oh, he's, so he's, 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 like, you can't say shit now, you fucking moron. He's, you fucking mean. He's gone senile. 
Well, speaking of dick suckers, Melter's the number one dick sucker on the planet, it seems, right now, especially for the AEW fucking penis. So, Jimmy, so yes. uh, when they ask him when Brian Melter asked, he's like, so, uh, so MGF showed up. What's going to happen? It's like, well, uh, plans change. Plans change. <laughs> when you're a liar, you just say plans changed. Plans of course. Changed, guys. Of course. So, MGF, yeah. uh, plans uh, changed. From what I was told, but then plans changed. <laughs> Oh yeah, look, man. Meltzer used to be very credible. Let's be honest, Kev. He used to be. At one point, him and Keller were the go-to guys, you know, for the dirt sheets, right? And there was a couple of others. But now, look, I think Keller's still got more credibility than Meltzer has right now, unfortunately. But Meltzer's just he's he's done. I don't even know what he's subscribed, how many subscribers he's got. Does anyone still even get the newsletter for Christ's sake in 2022? Yeah, seriously. Six-year-old dudes do. Oh, that's right. Six-year-old dudes. I think they know the fucking oh, wow. business, but they're probably, like, they're probably still there getting their they're charging their credit card that they're dead, and they don't even uh -huh. know it's still getting charged. Honestly, oh, got that, that automatic withdrawal. I actually agree, Jago. And uh, way's better than I think. Sean Ross Sapp is actually probably more right with AEW than Dave. Honestly, too. I'm not just he's Sean Ross Sapp. Sean Ross Sapp does get a lot of his information correct. The only problem I have with him is too much of a snowflake, bro. Oh, yeah. And, and that's also, sort of... He's too much of a mark. He's too much of a... Uh, says some creepy shit online. Yeah, well, speaking of creepy shit and marks, then you got Mike Johnson, who's right about quite a few things too, except he's a bit of a mark as well, unfortunately. So, but you know what? I don't mind Mike Johnson, though. Sorry? I guess we're all marks doing this, but no, we all marks absolutely. I mean, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm a mark. You're a mark. I'm big. Mark. We're the mark tards. <laughs> Maybe we should do a new show called the Mark Tards. Definitely. Mark. I mean, seriously. <laughs> hey, this is Dave Mouser, and I don't appreciate you calling me out on lies. Oh, and I'm banging Sean Ross Sap. Actually, you you should read out that comment, Kev, because you do the Mouser pretty well. <laughs> hey, hey, this is this is, this is Dave Mouser. And I don't appreciate you calling me out of my lies. I don't bang in Sean Ross set. <laughs> oh Jim boy. Garnett. And what Jim Garnett. I'm Dave oh, yeah, fuck Jim Garnett. And and what's his magical sort of in two thousand seven, Sean Ross Sapp wrote me a letter. And he, he said <laughs> it was in the Tokyo Dome, so I know he's legit. <laughs> fuck. Oh, and, and just to go back to what Jago said before. I prefer Keller as well. Actually, if I subscribe to any of these fucking two fucking dirt sheets, I always go with the with the torch easily. It's I don't even think twice. I always would subscribe to the torch. I haven't in a while, but that was always my go-to, no doubt about it. Oh man. Anyway, we go post-match after Britt Baker gets the win for in the in the Almond Heart Foundation tournament. Post-match, we get Adam Cole coming back out to join Britt to be presented with the Owen Howe Foundation Tournament Bouts by Dr. Martha Hart. Kev, can you believe that? Dr. Martha Hart, who is escorted to the stage by a weeping Tony Khan. Really? A weeping fucking Tony Khan. Anyway, Dr. Hart talks about how great Owen Hart was and how happy she is to finally be able to celebrate him and his work in pro wrestling. Don't lie, Martha, please. You didn't want to celebrate him, and now suddenly you do. But anyway... And thanks, Tony Khan, Chris Jericho, the Dark Side of the Ring folks, the entire AEW crew, Pro Wrestling Tees, 
her legal team, her sister Virginia, her kids, and her Owen Hart Foundation committee. But most of all, she wants to thank all of us, Kev, for making this possible. And congratulations, Adam Cole and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, for their victories. And says next year, she wants to see everyone wearing a beautiful hat like the fascinator she has on. She presents the belts to each victor and hoists the Owen Cup proper for us to see. She drained it, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. It was a good moment, but she went too long and the hat. Way got, too long. Kind of, that means she was subconscious about her hat. You know, like, don't oh. wear it, baby, subconscious. I, I don't mind it. It's style for an older lady. Um, yeah, she, look, she still looks good for her age. I'll give you that. For her age, yeah. Amazing for her age. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, she's, you know, she's a bit of a cougar. Yeah. But, you know. Owen's back in the mainstream. Like, we can buy shirts of Owen now. You know, the toys are going to be out. It's going to be video games. It's awesome. It's a great moment. That's all cash off Owen. I mean, why not, right? Heck. At least it's your family catching off, you know? Like, why not? Well, just quietly, I couldn't help but notice that the Owen Hart Cup looked like this. And for anyone that doesn't know what this is, it is the UEFA Champions League Cup, <laughs> which is a soccer tournament. And seriously, they ripped off the UEFA Champions League. I see you, TK. I know you own Fulham FC in England. I know you guys got promoted once again in the Premier League. Don't think you can fucking fool the Mark Tards in professional wrestling by not knowing what the fuck that bad is. You so ripped the Champions League fucking ban. I hope your wife would sue your ass, but... So, Jimmy. Yeah. Yes. You were making fun of Tony Khan for crying earlier. I'm going right. to explain why I was crying. Why is that? When the show starts, you, you do a bunch of cocaine. But then you know you got to be on TV at a certain time. So, you're starting to come mm-hmm. down. So, you, 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 when your emotions, when you start stop doing drugs, your emotions change. And you start crying, get emotional. <laughs> and then you see, like, when you go back out there, you see the, the cup. And then you see that it looks like the cup you put your cocaine in. So he's like, he was fiending again. So he's like, he's like, gosh, I, I can't put my finger out and, and do some of this right now in front of everybody. Oh, I'm going to be so embarrassed if I do it. It's, it definitely looks like it's, cocaine's in there, isn't it? And uh, so, crying. Are you saying that it's that Tony right there, the cocaine <laughs> cowboy himself? <laughs> 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 Seriously, all they all you need to do in this picture is put a little bit of white powder along his nostrils there, and that is gold. Vince. Vince looks just like it too, man. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like he did all the Hulk Hogan, like cooking off Hulk Hogan's <sighs> veins, you know. Oh boy, man, what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, man, they, they, man, you're right. He was coming down, basically, Kev. That's what you're saying. He was getting off his high. You know what I mean? He's depressed because he needs to get another hit, but he's still around out of shit, apparently. It looked like no it was more Tony Coca. It wasn't, you know. <laughs> the Tony Coca is running wild, brother. <laughs> it's flowing, bro, actually, shall I say. But um, anyway, let's move on to the next matchup. And I didn't give a fuck about this matchup. Between Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Taya Conti versus the men of the year, All Ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky, and Paige Van Zant in a mixed tag team match. Meh. Yep. Um, Scorpio Sky killed the TNT title. Frankie Xaran, don't know why he's still there. Uh, Paige oh, wow. Van Zant has potential. 
Um, <laughs> Sammy Guevara is too good for this match, too. Oh. Guerrero is so smooth. That's so smooth. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's funny, though. Just before we continue, you're probably right. He only had three hours worth of blow for a five-hour show. I mean, fuck. Who, who can possibly have five hours worth of blow, Jargo? Seriously, after tonight. Sorry, sorry, Kev. Please continue. Scorpio Sky is a face on a heel faction. It's freaking stupid. How stupid, bro. And you know what else is stupid? I can't help but notice, and I love Scorpio Sky, and I'm sure Jago can vouch. I used to. Well, dude, I felt when he first won, uh, well, Big Ray goes on to say, oh, my God, Paige is so green, I assume he means. She needs to learn how to sell and work. Big Ray. You're right, and we'll get to that in a minute. But um, what was I saying? Fucking that, that just threw me off, dude. What was my last thing that I was actually saying? I actually forgot. Um, we'll talk about the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scorpio Sky. When he when he first won the TNT championship, I actually felt like the belt elevated him and he elevated the title as well at the very start. Then they hot shotted the belt back to Sammy Guevara. He Scorpio Sky lost all his fucking momentum. I love his new theme music, like I've been saying for the last few weeks. And now he's in this fucking shit. The belt looks beautiful, I must say, though, right? I love the Lakers fucking, even though I hate the fucking Flakers, but I love the look of the title. And again, we just had a lot of sh fuckery in this match. I was confused with Kazarian. For a minute, I thought Kazarian was going to help Scorpio get the win, and then he ended up pinning Kazarian in the end to get the win. What the fuck was this? I, I really don't understand what, what the fuck happened here. Bad booking? But from the Booker of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Booker of the Year, indeed. I Where's... disagree with Scorpio Sky. You know that. Like, I felt like he didn't deserve the title. He's in a tag team. Like, don't put him in a tag team, man. Like, you know, like. But uh, <laughs> he was just sitting in the Raptors for six months. Then you were right that the title elevated him just to, from obscurity to barely, barely there. There's awesome. like That's 25 awesome. different guys that deserve the, the, the TNT title over him. Maybe more. Maybe 40 guys over him oh maybe 40 cool. really you really don't like scorpio sky that much jago who are you talking about dude i'm all for scorpio sky just quietly so if that's to kev uh, and i hope it is because i'm doing nothing but praising scorpio here but um you pick up the tag team first you, then you build you win a couple singles matches you don't just sit in the rafters with your tacky partner crying oh. about the title and then the tag team you know, they, you break up first, then you build up instead of just randomly taking the title from Sammy Guevara when he was at his hottest moment. Yeah, I hate the Lakers too, dude. Fucking, I can't stand the Lakers, but I'm talking about the TNT championship, which is done in a Lakers sort of gold and purple sort of look. It looks nice. I'll give him that. As, as we both know, Jago, you know, Scorpio Sky is a big Lakers fan, obviously, but it is what it is. But yeah, yeah look. Jimmy, I'd rather see uh, Joey Janelle on my TV screen than... than oh, Frank, no, Frank, no. That's Frank it. Tarion, that's, it. that's it. That's it. It's over. We're done. Get rid of Frankie. We're done. Frankie's We're only, done. That's it. Frankie's only good with Chris Daniels. Without Chris wow. Daniels, garbage. Look, it's not Frankie Kazarian's sort of fault, I think, man. Because really, I think he tries, dude. I actually believe he tries. I mean, look at him. He looks great, right? He's in great shape. He's in his 40s, dude. 
and still looks fucking great. I actually think he does know how to work. He knows he how to sell. He just, actually does. He, don't got he does. He doesn't have the it factor. Well, yeah, he, well, really, yeah. He doesn't have the it factor, but I think he's a well-rounded professional wrestler. He's one of those guys that actually knows how to do everything. He we just are. doesn't have the charisma to, like, to execute it like to a big sort of extent, if that Ring makes Honor. sense. He does not belong in that pay-per-view. It should have been Ring Honor. He, he was for five hours. He did not need Frankie Xarin on that pay-per-view. Yeah, I actually tend to agree about that. And Jago says, exactly. I hate the Lakers. You shut your whole mouth. Lakers for life. <laughs> fuck Boston. No, fuck the Lakers and fuck Boston. All right? Boston. Chow there. <laughs> That's what I think of Boston, all right? Anyway. Go Golden State. I'm a Sixers fan, but I want Golden State to beat Celtics. Oh, don't even get me started on the Sixers, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But anyway, Men of the Year and Paige Van Zandt win by pinfall with the TKO from Scorpio Sky on Frankie Kazarian, ensuring that neither he nor Sammy Guevara can ever challenge Scorpio for the TNT Championship ever again. I don't understand why AEW and TK love doing these stipulations because it doesn't work. But thank fucking God, Sammy Guevara can't get another fucking shot anyway. Jimmy, I'm talk actually about, done talk with. name your top 10 uh, AEW wrestlers. Name my my top. Wait, wait. Top what? Top 10 AEW wrestlers, men. Name them real quick. Name men, them. right now. My top 10. Yeah. MJF would have to be number one. Number two, it would have to be Wardlow. Number three right now, it, does this include injured wrestlers? Yes. Okay, I'd have to put Kenny in there, right? He could even be my number one once he's back. Number four, I'd put Danielson. Number five, Moxley. Did I say Wardlow? Yes. Okay, all right. You have to put Punk. And this is not really my personal fucking thing, but I'm just going by the company. After that, you got to put Hangman Adam Page. Uh, now we're struggling. After that, I'll probably have to put Darby Allen, possibly. Uh, that's eight, right? So we're going to nine. Number nine. Whoa, now you're going to make me struggle, dude. Do I have to really say Adam Cole, baby? Yeah. Damn it. And then number 10. Did I say someone with Joe? Nope. Well, there you go, Joe. So you named 10 guys where you even considered Scorpio Sky. He does not deserve the TNT title. <laughs> You're a prick. You can probably name <laughs> 10 more ahead of that, too, you before you would have thought of him. Sammy Guevara, oh, you know, come on. Swerve, Keith Lee, you didn't think of any of that. Well, hey, Swerve is one of my favorites, but, but but I'm going by the company, not necessarily Starks, my top 10. Starks, and Powerhouse Starks is, is getting there. Hobbs, future world champion, in my opinion. But he's not in the pecking order, really, when you look at the actual top 10, right? Essentially, what I said, that top 10 is pretty much your top 10 in many ways. Yeah, but um, this guy's not near there. But if Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen had the, the TNT title or any of those guys, so it would be elevated. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you got me there, actually, Kev. You got me good, too, you prick. You got me really good. But anyway, Frankie is a great tag team wrestler who's working as a single teamed up with a failed baby face. There's no way he can get over in that spot. And he's right. He needs, he needs Jago's right. He needs Daniels. Well, we're going to get a CU. Especially after being again. the lead hunter and just failing. That was a stupid, idiotic gimmick. Jago also says, Travesty, Scorpio is right where he belongs, top of the second tier. You know, he at first, I, I, I would actually agree with that. It's just right now, they've hot-shotted that damn championship, Jago. 
to the point where not only has it de-elevated the friggin' belt, but it's de-elevated Sammy Guevara and fucking Scorpio Sky in this little fucking bullshit. Really, it actually has. But that's what they do in AEW. Crowd they know how to. F- no one cared about that match. And he, no heat. He's no heat. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's I like, actually I love, a good one. I love Frankie. That's I love, a- I love TNA too. Like he was awesome, but he, he's he's got nothing right now. That's actually a good gimmick. Frankie Kazarian, the perfectly rounded zero. Hey, that's perfect. I assume that's Ray also. And Jago also says that's because they kept trying to get Sammy over as a babyface. That's the real issue. You're spot on, 100%. And it didn't work. And now we've got Cody and Brandy Rhodes all over again, Jago. That's who Tyra Conti and Sammy Guevara is right now. But unfortunately, once again, it is what it is. Um, I just wanted to say uh, Tyra Conti actually looked really good like, tonight. Her ass, ass did look amazing. And Paige Van Zandt looked like a friggin' mother in a way, dude, if you know what I mean. It's that shape she sort of got. You know what I mean? Like, she looked a bit... Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, so, Jimmy, uh, Ty Conti was runner-up for the dollar tonight. I gave it to... Uh, oh, Jay- wait, wait. Jay- ass looked too good, so Jay Cargo won the dollar. Oh, so wait a minute. And this one's for you, Jago, actually. Because guess what? I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the dough and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the dough and we get all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. I buy that for a dollar. I'm going to get that. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to get that video in actually into the show so I can actually play it when, when you do it. Like the, I buy that for a dollar, dollar, dollar. Absolutely. And what's, how is Johnny hungry? Not in your top 10. Oh. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, it's true. I know. I mean, shit. I'll tell you what his top 10 is though. How about you look up Johnny hungry on YouTube because you know what his gimmick actually is, Big Ray, and I'm sure you'll love it because he loves doing what you love doing, actually, Ray, just quietly. And that is, he's a dick hunter. You know how you got the elite fucking hunter? Johnny Hungry is literally hungry for cock, bro. I kid you not. And he's obsessed with Adam Cole, baby. I'm not fucking joking that he's legit. Watch being the elite and you'll understand. Um, Jago also said it hurt everyone, Scorpio Sky. Taya, Sammy, the TNT title, Ethan, Dan Lambert. It hurts so many people in the failed attempt to get Sammy over as a babyface. 100% correct. It also hurt the UFC championship at American Top Team. Dan Lambert's um, belt sort of fucking cabinet. It hurt that too. I mean, it was glass shattered too, so it hurt the glass. Um, they both wore fishnet stockings. Shakes my head. <laughs> That's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, come on. They look like ham, bro. When they wear fishnet stockings. Just saying. I mean, I'm sure we all love fucking ham. <laughs> dollar, dollar. Oh, man. The zero comment was evil dose. Oh, Jeff. Mr. Jeff Lippman. Thank you for actually identifying yourself because, Doctor. you know, we're playing. Right. We're actually playing the guessing game over here, but it is what it is. And yes, Jago, Johnny Hungy is still employed. I don't know how and I don't know why. Heck, they even fucking let Stu Grayson go. I would have rather let friggin... Johnny Hungy go and kept Grayson 
But I guess he sucks good dick, Jago. I mean, good. it is what I'm it doing is. A wrestling event. Uh, Johnny Hongi's going to be out July 23rd, so I'll, I'll talk oh. to him. Later. Oh, look at this guy. I learned how to hunt dicks by watching G- <laughs> by watching Jimmy. Well, you learn from the best, bro. Nah. <laughs> I assume the Varsity Blondes are non-renewed. Best heart of the night was Julia. MJF is released by Tuesday. Oh, come on. MJF hey, ain't getting how released. Is, uh, how is Brian Pillman Jr. better in MLW than he is in AEW? How do they book him that terribly? He'd be better in NXT. He was, like, bragging yeah. about not going to NXT, too. Like, freaking idiot. I agree. Let the whole fucking Dark Order go. Fucking, please. Except for Anna Jay. Yuck. Except for Anna Jay, you can keep her just for her butt. I mean, seriously. Anyway, let's move on to the next match. And I guess this is the pointless match of the night between Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly. Decent matchup. I mean, Darby Allen was absolutely using his body like really well. But at the same time, I don't understand how he just hoists himself like a dart. I mean, he's going to break his neck by the time he's 30, dude. Heck, I dare say, yeah, if he doesn't that slow... D- oh, boy. It looks dude. I thought he was going to be out of it for a second. Dude, every week he's been doing this shit when he does wrestle. He's absolutely being an idiot in the ring. Honestly, he works very unsafe, careless, doesn't give... He doesn't have any regard, not only for his opponent's body, but for his own fucking body. And I like how he uses his body. He understands he's not a big guy. And yes, it is more believable how he actually wrestles. I kind of like the way he wrestles for his size, but he really needs to slow the fuck down. He goes 100 miles an hour every match. And if he keeps going the way he's going, by the time he's 30, he's done, bro. I agree with that. I'm a big fan of him, though. Uh, Me too. And he's saying that, so am I. He's a guy that should push towards the world title, honestly, too. Like, you want a homegrown guy. He's the only small guy like that, too, that's believable, like like you're kind of saying, too. Like, Darby's the man. Just uh, be safe, bro. But calm down a little bit. Calm down, bro. And that's the thing, man. There should be some vets on that roster that are actually telling you, or even JR, someone, just put the kid aside and just say, slow down, kid. My boy. Cole Cabana re-signed. He's with uh, Ring of Honor, though. Uh, yes, right. Ray, your your favorite fucking wrestler of all time, Cole Cabana, has actually re-signed with AEW, but for Ring of Honor, and get this, Ray, the rumor has it that it was CM Punk himself that got Cabana de-elevated straight down Ring of Honor, yeah. because apparently they can't stand each other in the locker room, according to Melter. And the young, Bucks, uh, the young Bucks were the only ones that made sure that he still got employed. They like him. They're both <laughs> yeah. Weird booking choice. Is that you, Jeff? It is a weird booking choice, but they had to fit everybody, man, somehow in like five and a half hours. Yeah, I don't get um, it. Jugger- like, uh, like uh, Kyle O'Reilly's a tag team wrestler, so like, I, I don't get it. He was dancing away, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't get it either. But you know what? He absolutely, in many ways, he was stiff on Derby, bro. He absolutely came the fuck oh, out yeah. of him in many ways. He space open within two seconds. Yeah. Kicked him in the he face. was he was giving him a lot of potatoes and some receipts, bro. And Kyle O'Reilly ends up getting the win, which was kind of shocking. Because what, what pisses me off about this outcome, what are they going to do with Kyle O'Reilly's win? Nothing. Wow. Nothing's going to come out of it. So it's pointless. It is actually a pointless fucking win. Yeah. Because they're not going to do anything with it. Jago goes on to say, it, if Colt's still employed, 
is going pretty well. Dude's getting paid without ever having to show up and take a bump. Hashtag Gene Job Squad. I actually agree. It's true. I mean, really. I think I mean, he's more why... of an agent there, though. I think he's more like an agent, though. Help him guys. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. That's all I have to say. The Young Bucks think he's a genius. That's why he got hired from originally. So he's more of an agent than a wrestler. So he was never hired to just be a wrestler. Oh, boy. Anyway, like Sting, or is it Stang? Stang. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. What does it say? You make a star and have him lose to to a career no one. Agree with that. Yeah. I disagree. I, I, I wish he shouldn't have, Darby should have always. Absolutely. But I assume that's Jeff saying that. That's something Jeff would say. But you know what? Kyle Rowling knows karate. All right? Darby should so, be the yeah. AW champ and TNT champ and not uh, Sammy. I like Sammy too. But. Absolutely. That's the weird part. Right. Colt is a Colt is a wise Jew. <laughs> he absolutely is a wise Jew. Okay, boys. Going to pass out. Night, night. Love, Big Ray. Kisses mwah, to the family. <laughs> And and sleep well, my friend. We'll see you soon, brother. Um. Anyway, fucking hell. This feels like five hours in itself trying to get through this pay-per-view because there was that much freaking shit on, on this card. But uh, like I said, Kyle O'Reilly wins by pinfall with a diving knee drop to the kidneys. For whatever reason, I don't know. Nothing's going to come out of it anyway. And it was all pointless in the first place. Speaking of pointless, we get Serena D versus Thunder Rosa for your AEW Women's World Championship. Personally, I would have wanted Serena Deep to win, but I knew deep down that friggin' Thunder Rosa was going to win anyway by pinfall with the Fire Thunder Driver to retain the AEW Women's World Championship. Decent match. The crowd didn't give a fuck, though. Really, they were gasped by this point. It was the match of the night. It was the best match of the night. It was a four-star. Right, if you, if you had a hot crowd. The crowd would be four, three and a half, because of the crowd sucked. Right. It would have been a five-star matchup, actually, if the fans were into it. I mean, Serena Deeb, what can I say, man? Yeah, put on she under- Absolutely. She understands psychology. She knows She knows how to tell a story in the ring. She carried Thunder Rosa's ass in this match. I'm, I'm going to say it straight up. And Thunder Rosa, as much of a fan as, as I am, I, I feel like she's also kind of overrated, bro. Oh, I'm not willing to say yet. Uh, she's good. I don't know who's rating her that high. Who's rating her that high? Oh, I know heaps of people online that talk about her like she's the best thing since fucking sliced bread, bro. Because of Lucha Underground? Like, I don't see her getting rated that high. I've, I've seen it. I don't know, man. I'm talking about even before she, she signed with AEW. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see it. Right, exactly. Jago's spot on. She's only been in the in like in the business for roughly about six years, right, Jago? Am I wrong? Six years, give or take, hops between four and six. You're spot on. You're right. Um, also, Facebook user says Dollar Shave Club is over. You're the mad Kevin. Okay, not for real. Lol. <laughs> Go to bed, fuck ya. <laughs> oh man, Dave no showed the meeting greet because. <laughs> But Boba Fett needed ship repairs in a shop on t- on Tatiani. What the fuck? Who's that, Jeff? What the f- or Chris? That I sounds like a Chris line. Let me see. Uh, no, that was Jeff. That was definitely Jeff. Ah. <laughs> oh boy, 
Jagger says, people forget. Yeah, we I saw that. Yeah, you're right. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Ray. Get to bed, man. Hey, he's killing it, man. Actually, follow Big Ray at Big Ray Hernandez. Well, where were we? 2015, so like seven years from training to, to now. Yeah. Well, there you go. I said six. I was just I was just off, but you're right. It, it was she's hardly been in the business for that long. I can't remember who said it. Was it you that said it actually, Kev, on one of the shows last week about she, as in Thunder Rosa, doesn't believe in herself no, as in being in that top spot? It wasn't you? No, it wasn't me. I can't remember who the fuck said that, but um, someone said it, and maybe they're right. Look up the mechanic from Mandalorian. You're welcome, Deeb, in 25 years. <laughs> That's Jeff for sure. That's something Jeff would say. Oh, God. You're gonna piss hey, RB, man. RB, RBV off. RBV loves, and uh, you're gonna and you're gonna piss Bin Hamin off. You're gonna piss everyone off at HMG because she's she's one of our own. Jeff, watch your bloody mouth, all right? Otherwise, you'll never get onto Hamin Media Group or ChannelAttitude.com with that attitude. Just I gotta saying. stop making fun of Tony Khan too because I want to like do stuff with both AW one day. <laughs> <laughs> See, hey, if it means selling out, folks. By all means, sell out for the right. Hey, everybody's got a price. True, Kev. That's right. That's right. So I'll be. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Well, anyway, he doesn't do. No, that. I don't. He doesn't, unfortunately. But like I was saying, Thunder Rosa gets the win. It was a great match. You possibly you're right. Again, if the fans were actually into it, oh. it could have been the match of the night. Unfortunately, I was gassed out. The fans were gassed out, and by this point, everyone was just like, "Hurry the fuck up." Yeah, it was the best pure wrestling match I've seen in a while. I'm not sure how many weeks, but best one in a while, male or female. And that's uh, how good Deeb is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yalla. <laughs> oh, yalla. Uh, anyway, yalla. Serena just needs to find a gimmick and personality that really clicks with the audience. You're right, Jago. And I think she's, well, she's Dean Malenko right now, unfortunately, whether that's a good thing or not. I mean... She's also the professor, not the professor Chavala Veda Cruz at the PW Hustle, but the professor of professional wrestling herself, Serena Deeb. She did do a pretty decent promo last week, though, Jaga, that you might have liked or hated. Depends who you ask. But um, unfortunately, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Also, Jaga goes on to say, great comparison. Jimmy, I like this. I like Serena Deeb's gimmick right now, but she needs to. She, if it was against Britt Baker, it might get over. Thunder Rosa, like, it's not going to work getting over against Thunder Rosa. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, but it, look, I think they put the strap on it uh, way too soon. I'm talking about Thunder Rosa. The thing, well, not way too soon. Actually, they should have pulled the trigger months ago. There was a point where she was really, really hot. Even around that time where she had that no holds barred match with Britt Baker. Like a month or two after that point, they should have given her the belt. Mm -hmm. Then she got stale again, and that's when they decided to give her the belt, which I felt was so wrong. And really, the belt hasn't done nothing for her. She's done nothing for the championship. This run is just as bad as Hangman Page's run, if not worse. And I feel like it's pretty much time for Britt Baker to get her belt back, bro. Ah. <sighs> I don't think nobody's hot right now. Like I said, like the crowd didn't even cheer for the DMD. There's no hot girl right now. Get away well, till that's why. That's why is Athena the right fucking? No, you gotta wait till that. Yeah, pop that, exactly. 
So keep it on Thunder until someone gets that pop, you know? We'll see. And that's the thing. They're going for a lot of females that really can't work that well yet. You know, they're still sort of a work in progress, including Athena. I don't care how good she thinks she is. She's not that fucking great. And she's injury prone, right? But the fans actually do dig her. She is a cool chick, as in personality-wise. But she's a bit of a flake too, Kev, that loves to fucking complain a lot, unfortunately, too. Well, Jimmy, Thunder's a face, so we're we to talk about heel females right now. The only one is, is Jade that's got a, that, that's, is even comparable to any of the uh, top girls in AEW. So, like, Jade is, well, Jade is head and shoulders above everybody in terms yep. of charisma and looks. You cannot beat her, bro. And just the stigma and aura about her is nothing but fucking superstar written all over her, man. Sure, she's not that great in the ring, but that's okay because she gets everything else, man. And that's what makes her so great. Well, she's the one that should take the belt from uh, Thunder Rose, in my opinion. Unless, because Britt Baker's a face, believe it or not. Like, she's a face. If she wants to be a bad guy again, do it. But she's not that right now. She's like a tweener right now. Yeah, just like Adam Cole now, suddenly. he I mean, after he won the Owen Hart Cup, he was pretty oh, much a baby face, face again. Yeah, I agree, Jago, but they've totally destroyed Tony Storm. And she still she's made her debut. We gotta give her personality. Yeah, I mean it's not Tony time in AEW. Put it that way, Jago. I mean, God, I agree. She's sexy. That's all. She's she's sexy and can work okay. Like, like we 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 overrate her because she's hot. You think so? Yeah, I don't think we overrate her because if you look at her history, man, she's got she's renowned in Japan, in Europe. Dude, she can fucking wrestle. She can go if she wants to go. I'm talking about Tony Storm. Yeah, and Stardom. Right? Yeah, Stardom, she was huge. In Europe, she was huge, especially in the UK. But I think she just, she's not hungry anymore, man. I actually feel like she's sort of getting over professional wrestling. And I don't think she's having much fun, dude. I can just see it. She's definitely not even the same person from uh, NXT UK. <laughs> No way. Hell no. Stan Leonard cut an excellent promo de decreeing WB Invaders cheers in Ember Moon who got shorter and fatter. <laughs> That's got to be Jeff. Um, uh, I can't disagree with him, actually. I'm sorry. I mean, he's kind of right. At least she's not wearing coochie cutters, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Oops, it never be Tony time if they don't put her over and give her a personality. They don't, though, Jago. I mean, she, I've never heard her say something entertaining. Tell her to say something entertaining, interesting. What are you besides like a girl that's fucking Juice Robinson that gets drunk at, at conventions and, you know, like. Was he? Yeah, did you see the, watch the video where she's like falling asleep? Like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I actually saw that. Yeah, what um, is what is her person? She's supposed to be an '80s girl that likes '80s rock music and parties, but I don't see that. Well, like I was saying earlier, man, Soma Slam is running wild, brother. It's been four <laughs> years since we've seen any of that, you know. When she was in Stardom, you know. No, that's true. That's true too. She For has self-esteem issues. That's why she's with. Oh God, I mean, maybe you have a fair point, Jago. I mean, she could have been with fucking anyone else. But that fucking douchebag. Every wrestling I mean, girl has self-esteem issues. Look at the people they all date. No one's dating a good person. 
<laughs> there was, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Well, she cries. She does cry, as a matter of fact. And she loves pie, apparently. Not the one between you know, female legs. I'm talking about real pie. The one Charlotte gave her. Maki Ito time. <laughs> Start crying and it'll definitely be Maki Ito time. Um, yeah, look. Being from Australia myself and as Tony Storm, being from the Gold Coast down here, down under, you know, I've got a soft spot for her, of course, right? But I can't stand this AEW version of Tony Storm. No personality, no real gimmick. Heck, she doesn't even look that great in the ring right now either, which is sort of worrying, but it is what it is, unfortunately. I'm a fan of her. It's been four years since she said anything entertaining, like, you know. It's been really four years. Jago goes on to say, put Tony in Bullet Club, make that her personality. I mean, everyone's in Bullet Club at this point. Might as well. Fuck it. Why not, right? Can you imagine her? <laughs> what would you call herself? The Bullet Bitch? You know, is it, is it bullet time all the time? I mean, is that, would that be her new fucking gimmick? That's interesting, though. I kind of like that, Jago, but put I doubt they'll ever do that. Like when Kenny comes back, the elite, you know, put her with Kenny. That might help. Uh, Juice won't be happy, though, because now he's part of Bullet Club too. actually, Kev, remember? Well, Kenny's not in Bullet Club anymore. It's He's in the elite yeah, now. So he's the elite, whatever. But uh, I'm hoping Kenny even gets back at this point because his contract does come up in 2023, actually, Kev. And at this point, we might not even get Ke- uh, might not even get Kenny back till the end of 2022, according to some reports. I thought Juice was better in NXT than he was in, in, in Right no, now. Oh, yeah. hell no! I can't. I couldn't stand CJ Parker, bro. TNA, him and David Finley were terrible. And TNA, right? But, but yeah, it's terrible. He was. They were terrible. I was all excited to see David oh. Finley him and TNA. They were like they were the boringest people ever. CJ Parker, Tony... David Finley and TNA. No, please, please, no way. Fuck CJ Parker. Come on. It was Come better, on, than, better than than Juice. Not oh, no, I prefer Juice. I prefer Juice, actually. Juice before TNA was better than CJ Parker, but Juice in TNA was fucking terrible. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Anyone in TNA is terrible, really, at this point. Crazy yeah. how they just kill all the charisma of anybody. It's because of the production, dude. It really takes away from everything, bro. And that stupid ring, the way they mic up the ring, dude, is disgraceful. Not Moose. Moose is great there. Yeah, Moose... Moose is Moose, bro. He's stuck in purgatory forever. I don't care how good he is. And trust me, I'm a huge fan of Moose too. I preferred him in Ring of Honor, you know, with his original theme going Moose. And then, you know, Moose. Yeah. I want that shit back, man. Not this fucking crap that, that he comes out to now. Jago says, just call her Tony Storm and make her the cool rocket chick in leather. I'm down for that. True. That's pretty original. True. I mean, shit. I mean, that's just not a gimmick, right? Like, let's like let's like just act like a rocker. Do it. Or make a act like a real Aussie rocker, where she can go Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Maybe that would get her over. Nah, I'm joking. I hate that shit. Just quietly. Oh, Jeff says Switchblade Jane White. <laughs> that's actually a good one. I actually like that. Switchblade Jane White. That's actually quite good. Very. Very creative of you, Jeff, actually. Speaking of creative, though, Kev, man, this car just keeps on fucking going, bro. But thank God we've kind of made it here, but not quite. But we're nearly there. And that is the Blackpool Combat Club, American Dragon, Brian Danielson and John Moxie, Eddie Kingston, 
Ortiz and Santana versus Jericho Appreciation Society in Angelo Parker, Chris Jericho, Red Death, Daniel Garcia, Red Death, really? Jake Hager and Matt Maynard, or is it Menard, whatever you want to say, in an anarchy in the arena match. And this is a this was another cosplay match, bro. I'm sorry. You had New Jack with the fucking Wild Thing song playing in the background over and over and over and over and over and over while blood's leaking everywhere and you're just hearing Wild Thing, whatever. It just reminded me of New Jack with his song playing over and over, which was much better, mind you, with Natural Born Killers, right, by Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. But for fuck's sake, like, they just wouldn't stop playing it. Then eventually it stopped. We had Terry Funk in cosplaying in this match. We had Onida from FMW cosplaying in this match. We had Mick Foley cosplaying in this match. We had Chris Jericho cosplaying as Chris Jericho in this match. We had Wizards. We had fucking Jobbers. And we had Mr. Fucking, uh, what's a, what's his name? Kingston, Mr. Fucking Eddie. Mental Health himself, who was crying just before the pay-per-view started. He was about to freaking set fire to Chris Jericho. Thank God for Danielson stopping that. This match, first of all, went way too long. It was fun for a little bit, but then it just kept going, bro. And it kept going and it kept going. I lost interest in this damn match. And yeah, I mean, this was just all over the place mess. Or even the referee, freaking Aubrey Edwards, was still trying to get herself over as well. Heck, I'm surprised she didn't blade, bro. At this point, what'd you think? I like this match. <laughs> minus, oh, God. minus the ending, minus the finish. I like this match. Uh, <laughs> That's true, Jago. Just quality. But continue on. I think the pay per view needed this. It got boring. Like the crowd was dead. The crowd woke up a little bit for here. Like they needed people in the crowd going crazy, too. I liked it, too. Like yeah. uh, they need Jared the really? asshole to uh, wake the crowd up. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. man. I'm with Jago right here. No, no. It's... Minus 18 stars by far, man. Yeah, it was fun. The crowd loved it. And then uh, this, just, this match showed you, too, how, how like, insignificant uh, LAX is right now, by the way, too. Like, who, they were like, who the fuck cares about them right now? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, but right, somehow right. Yeah. I'll like, tell you why, Jeff, because don't you know by now, Jericho is a wizard, bro. No, he Matt makes people Maynard, disappear. Matt Maynard came off bigger than Santana and Ortiz. Like, and, oh, uh, man, he was absolutely fucking... He was, doing, he was there for the team, bro. That motherfucker was busted like a friggin' grape and was still going at it. I mean, it's, give it's credit to... Right now, fire, fire Jack Swagger and fire uh, LAX. But, but, oh, well, speaking of Jack Swagger, we also had the cosplay to when Nexus first debuted in uh, WWE... Where, funny enough, Brian Danielson choked out Justin Roberts with his tie, except we had Jack Swagger or Hager, whatever you want to call him, take the top rope off, whatever, put it around fucking Danielson's fucking neck and choked out Danielson instead of Roberts. And that's how we got the win, I think, right? That was the ending. Yeah, I hated that. Danielson's the only person in this whole match that should have been protected. Two months ago, he was the, the... The hottest thing in wrestling. He should have been champion right away. Like uh, they killed him already. He should have been, like he's he would have been better off. Nobody could use Los, him right now. 
Absolutely. Los Boricuas in 2022. Forget LAX. It's Los Boricuas with Savio Vega, Miguel, you know, those guys from back in the day. Homicide That's what we have here. More value than Santana Ortiz right now. <laughs> Heck, even Hernandez, who hasn't been seen in how long, has more value yes. than Santana Ortiz. I dare say, actually, Jago, that the Invisible Stan and the Invisible Man had a hotter match than Santana Ortiz's whole AEW career thus far, bro. True story. Jago also says, 100, uh, 100 agree with Kevin. The one guy who should have been projected took the loss. Stupid. Stupid indeed, Jago. It was stupid. That's why this match really annoyed the shit out of me. What happened to Kingston in the end? Did he go missing too? Uh, I was just bleeding and disappeared somewhere, yeah. So why would you want these fucking losers in your team, bro? Straight up. Why the fuck? Now, at this point, we know by now, whoever has Kingston and fucking Ortiz and Santana in your corner, you're fucking going to lose, bro. These cunts are fucking losers, bro. Straight up. I want to cheer these guys. I'm a fan of these guys, but they're fucking losers, Kev. Maybe uh, Tony Khan hates Hispanics or something. I don't know. Oh, I, I, Thunder Rosa's a champion. Never mind. Oh, well, there you go. And, you know, people were saying he hates people of color too, but... um. Yeah, maybe he hates Puerto Ricans, bro, to be specific. I said it, I said it uh, jokingly. I'm like, he's a Asian-American, and he has to prove that he's not racist all the time. Like, you're, Dude, you're Asian-American. Right. Isn't there the oh, irony in that and a contradiction in just yeah. that statement in itself? Right. It's crazy, bro. You got nothing to prove, man, and you're a billionaire. Like, just. Oh, man. Confident. Well, anyway, we end the match with Hager blasting Moxley off the apron and into the barbed wire table. Chris covers Brian. Not enough. Dragon with more kicks to Hager, shoved away. Uh, the Psycho Knee connects, but Jericho has a chair. But the Psycho Knee through the chair, but Y2J kicks out. Chest kicks to Jericho. The bustle finale lays him out. Danielson grabs him by the wrist, but here comes Hager with Floyd, taking Brian's knee out from under him. Walls of Jericho applied. Jake starts choking him with the rope. And Jass end up winning by referee stoppage on Danielson. I was actually surprised with the outcome, though, dude. Me too. Me too. Uh, can I see your hands real quick? My hands? Yeah, put them on, on camera real quick. So those those are more powerful than barbed wire, according to this match. <laughs> what, even more powerful than fucking the Great Khan? So you can like you can use that and get Matt Maynard bloody within three seconds and four other people bloody within three seconds, but a barbed wire will not cut your back. Absolutely not. I don't think anyone had a cut up back, bro. Nah. So like if you land on barbed wire, it's safe. Kids at home, jump on barbed wire, it's safe, but do not touch your hands. If you're watching, do this, not you touch did. your hands. Do not touch your hands, but jump on barbed wire, rub it all over your neck and face and stuff. <laughs> it doesn't hurt you, but these do. Yep. All right, some kids. Get, you don't rub, want these hands. Rub, <laughs> yes, rub barbed wire. Grab a barbed wire the thing and punch your face, friend in the face with it because it won't hurt them. <laughs> but if you take it off and use your fist, it will hurt. All right, kids? Absolutely. That is the Dollar Club. Uh, what, what, what should we call it? The Dollar Club Learning Tree with Kevin yeah. Panetta. Words of wisdom. Hey, there you go. The, the words of wisdom. There you go. That should be a new segment every week on all our shows. Yeah, the words of fun. wisdom by the Dollar King himself. Kevin Panetta. Put put where do you uh, think put barbed wire in your cereal will not hurt. <laughs> yeah. You can crunch that shit and you won't even bleed. 100 percent Right. Where do you think? Well, Kev, 
Drago wants to know, and he's asking, where do you think he gets his coke from? And we're talking about TK, I assume. The Pakistan said Puerto Rico from uh, India, from uh, Asia. Yeah, I, I yeah, probably. Uh, Indians, they have really good drugs. Uh, I don't, I don't do it with them. They always, they're always high all the time. Tell me about it. Well, well, you know what? I got inside information that he goes to Islamabad in Pakistan, okay. and he and he gets yeah because yeah, his Pakistani background, and he gets his shit from the Taliban in Pakistan. Apparently, bro. Apparently, it's like one hundred percent grade A skata, bro, which means shit. So I'm just saying, don't shoot the messenger. That's just a word on the street. Cool, cool. Must have a lot of cutters in it, bro. A lot of cutting agents. That's why he's a bit wacko. You know what I mean? What's with the Anthony? <laughs> yeah. What's with the there Anthony? Go. Scissor comments. Like, I know he's gay, but like guys don't scissor, do they? Uh, well, well, apparently Anthony Bowens does. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that is kind of weird, but yeah, all aboard the night train, Kev. If you get what I mean. Yeah, I don't get how that works. Sorry. Toot, toot. I, like science, so I don't get how it works. Oh, neither do I, and I don't want to know how that fucking shit works. But anyway, we get a video of Andrade Alidolo and Jose talking about the top wrestler in the world. I'm not going to do ensures ensues, and guess who's here, Kev? Rush. Rush is here. He and Andrade throw their fists out, as in, uh, you know, paying homage to. Los Ingobernables de OG de Mexico. And Dan Lambert and Men of the Year are interviewed backstage right after that. But before I get to that, what do you think of that? That popped me, dude. I was quite happy yeah, to see. Too, um, too. I, I, I hope Andrade clears his name up. Or excuse me, uh, Alberto. What, La Sombra? Yeah, uh, Alberto. I hope Alberti, Alberto comes back too. That'd be cool. Like those three together. Dude, El Patron. Yeah, El Patron. Oh, come on, bro. Dude, they'd be awesome. Come on, bro. Three of them. Why? Because oh, they're Mexicans. Because they're all fucking. Well, you can call them the three amigos. Is that oh, what you're Scotty, saying, bro? Scotty and Alberto are good friends in real life. Oh yeah, of course. So he's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what, what's what's Sin Carter's original name again? Uh, Mystico. Mystico, Mystico, and fucking El Patron are actually best friends too. Apparently, they'll they'll putting guns on each other, bro. That's how close they were. They're playing cartel wars in Mexico, bro. Straight up. That's a legit true story. That's another cocaine story right there. <laughs> it's cocaine cowboys 101 right there, man. You know, with all the cartels from <laughs> Sinaloa and uh, Juarez <laughs> and all those places. Put it this way. El Patron, or should I say El Chapo, ain't got shit on Alberto El Patron. Just saying. <laughs> He's the real boss. Yeah, I know but, um, coming because of all this legal stuff, but they'd be a good team together. Uh yeah, nah. I'm sick of him straight up, but I am happy to see you, Rush and uh, Andrade El Idalo, which I'm hoping he turns back into La Sombra. And now I'm just waiting for Naito to come with Lij, as in Los Ingobernables, Decapon, and hopefully we get a whole Los Ingobernables, you know, faction. As one, hopefully, maybe we get a match with all the OGs of Ally. Right, exactly, and that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I don't know if you know this, but you know how Naito does his eye gesture. Do you know why he does that? Funny enough, well, get this: it's because obviously he tuned his gimmick while he went on excursion in Mexico. That's how he joined up with Los Ingobernables, right? Then brought it back to Japan. 
And uh, all the Mexican fans, you know, because he's Asian, right? Ah, They'd be like, open your eyes, open your <laughs> eyes. This dead said true story, bro. And that's why he started doing that because he's like, well, fuck you. I'm opening my fucking eye, you know? <laughs> I mean, once I found that out, I loved him even more, dude. I was like, damn, this guy is hard. That That's how you get fucking negative shit over. And don't even complain about it, bro. Fuck you, Rando. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you just said that. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the fast. Oh, it's not even the main event yet, Je uh, Kev. Oh, my God. I thought we were finally there, but we're not. Anyway, we do have Dan Lambert and Men of the Year interviewed backstage. They're feeling pretty great, and Ethan Page says it feels even better to be finished with Sammy Guevara and be able to move to on to bigger and better things. Scorpio asks who's going to step up to facing for the TNT Championship. And guess who rolls up, Kev? Dante Martin to issue a challenge. I don't give a fuck. Straight up. Jimmy Crack Corn, Kev, and... I was talking shit on this when, when Dante came out, but I'm like, I'd rather Dante than Scorpio Sky have the belt, so I'll fucking kill him. Oh. Know? And then God. what's even Paige crying about? You know, like... Hey! G'day to Piers Austin. What's going on, man? Fellow was he right there? Fucking... Yeah. I love Mate, if only you jumped on earlier, you could have jumped on the show with us, man. We need to get you on the show. But sorry, Kev, what you were saying? I was saying, like, uh, what, what's Ethan Page being like? What's next for us? Like, you're just sitting on the bench, bro. Like, Another wasted talent that's criminally yep. underbooked. He was better in TNA. That's the one, one time mm, I said that. Really? You think that? Yes, he was an awesome tag team in the North. Now he's just oh, a boring man. piece of shit. Why? Because he was part of Team Canada, you know, the North, yeah, whatever, he's, right? He's but the Raptors, they had like one match, and like he, he did two good promos, but he never beat anybody. He, he sucks now. I'll tell you who he did beat, actually, Kev. He beat himself in TNA on his way out. Oh, and he bragged about turning on WWE, and he'd be better oh, off so. in WWE. Oh, he's wasted a year of his career just doing nothing on the bench with Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert. Uh, look, yeah, I agree with you. I think he could be used much, much better, and he is talented, man. Actually, I sort of uh, didn't think much of him originally, but He's the awesome. more I see him, no, nah, he is. He really is. The more and more I see him, the more and more I'm actually becoming a fan of his. And really, on the mic, he's one of the best in the company. He's believable, too. The way he delivers his promos is pretty good, man. But for whatever reason... I don't know if AEW don't see the talent in him. I don't know if AEW don't trust to push him. But it's only a matter of time where surely these two are going to you know, have to split up. Should've but I'd rather if... Ago. It should. It should have happened tonight. Yeah. But what I wanted to see at least happening is for at least... If you're going to get Dan Lambert to be with anyone, keep him with Ethan Page, even though he doesn't need a mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. But... I can see them two both turning on Scorpio Sky and, um, you know, we're off to the races, but we'll see what happens. What's happening, fellas? Fuck all, man. Just talking about good old double or nothing. Who's AEW champion for right now? Or excuse yeah. me, who's TNT champion right now? TNA champion right now? Impact champion right now? Um, it's it's one of the North guys. Uh, Alexander, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, Ethan Page's partner, which it should be Ethan right. Page, but he's but, worse but off 
But come on, dude. What status does the Impact World Championship actually have, bro? Other really? than Scorpio Sky's bitch partner. Oh, I don't know, man. For me right now, Impact Wrestling is for the tip, bro. It's just straight garbage until they improve their freaking... I dare say Dixie Carter had much better fucking production oh, than the fucking L boys do, bro. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. Maybe it's a Canadian dollar. I don't know, man. But... <laughs> something stinks over there up north anyway let's finally move on to not even the main event yet kev unfortunately but it's the jurassic express jungle boy jack perry and luchasaurus as your AEW tag champs versus swerve in his glory hole can you believe that swerve in his glory really <laughs> limitless keithley that's fucking bad limitless keithley and shane swerve strickland versus team taz Absolute Ricky Starks and powerhouse Will Hobbs for your AEW World Tag Team Championships. That is a bad fucking name, man. I'm not going to lie. And I just realized it. Swerve in his glory hole. Like, seriously, bro. In, uh, Who's, in 2K22, I, I had them as a team. and I, I named them Swerve to the Limit. Hey, much better. Much better. Name. See, and TK should love that shit. It's one of his favorite songs. You know what I mean? Push it to the limit like TK does all the time. Swerve it to the limit. Just don't swerve left or right. Team. So I, I did swerve to the limit. That's that's actually, that's actually much better than swerve <laughs> to his glory hole, bro. Like, really? Like, TK must have been on some good fucking cocker <laughs> while coming up with a name like that, bro. Seriously. Unbelievable. Anyway, I predicted this one right, and I was, and I had a pretty bad fucking predictions in many ways. But see, I told you, Jungle Express was going to get the win because of the other two teams and their bullshit. And I was hoping at the end of that match, where Christian was holding up fucking um, Jack Perry, I was so praying, wouldn't it be good right now for him just to fucking backdrop him, right? Could you imagine the heat right there at that moment? That would have elevated Christian right there and there, right? And it would have gotten mega heat, absolute mega heat. But no, they didn't pull the trigger and we just stick with good old Jung Jurassic Express. I think uh, the match went 15 minutes too long. <laughs> so I, I think I so. Think More like 20 minutes too long, bro. Yeah. So I, I don't think it would have got that much heat. I think people didn't care. Um, so it's no, probably. I guess. It's probably a good reason why Jurassic Express retained because no one would have cared, no one would have popped if somebody else won. I think they should have lost the title a while ago too, but like no one gave a fuck at that point. Well, what's sad is that the match was actually quite good. But at this point, like you said, no one gave a fuck. Where's CM Everyone Punk? Everyone was gassed. Event? I think the pacing, I mean the the placing of the matches halfway through were bad were really bad bro and i think it bled over to your main event which we're going to get to right now between hangman adam page and cm punk for your AEW world championship because i felt like the fans were shitting on both guys come main event time and i just think because they were just over gas dude there was just too much too much wrestling everybody wanted to get the fuck home right everybody was just eager to get this shit over with including myself yep well Five hours is too long. Like uh, even like uh, the the Snyder cut they cut into two parts. You know, like it's five yeah. hours is too much for anything. 
It's crazy, bro. I mean, not even WWE fucking really do this shit anymore, unless it's fucking WrestleMania or SummerSlam, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, make it two nights next time, for Christ's sake. It's called Double or Nothing, right? Either Double Nights or fucking nothing at all, AEW. Don't do anything. <laughs> Jesus, man. Way too long. Yeah, they killed But, him. yeah. Punk becomes your new AEW World Champion. And for a minute, it's funny because when he won the championship, like I said, I didn't. I felt this match kind of sucked at first. They were telling a story in the ring and whatnot. It's pretty predictable. Once the last five, ten minutes sort of appear, suddenly we're off to the fucking no-selling and, you know, spot fest and Neef falls, you know, by the hundreds. And then suddenly we get a seven-star matchup because of all that bullshit that happened at the end. But really... It could have been better. Maybe it was just me being gassed. But I need to re-watch it again to maybe appreciate it more. But nevertheless, I'm actually disappointed that Punk's the champion. I, sh- I felt like since they go to Chicago practically every second week, why not just hold out for Chicago for him to win it? Um, depends who he feuds with next. Suppose it's MJF and MJF beats him in Chicago. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Okay, but... Okay, but- but that's the problem for me. Like, why should it be MJF? Because he's beaten him in the past. He got annihilated by Wardlow. Because MJF, well, besides that, he is the most over or has the most heat. He, the stories revolve around MJF, like always, even if he's not. He hasn't won a championship yet, but the show revolves around him a lot. So, like, uh, you, it could revolve around punks. You don't need MJF right now. But, uh, this show is a better show if it revolves around MJF. Well, let's be honest, actually, Kev, before we take it home. I feel like MJF is the only wrestler in the company that knows how to get people over, bro, including himself. Really. When you really look at it, not only did he elevate everyone that he's been in the ring with, but in the process, he's also elevated himself at the same time, bro. That is talent right there to be able to do that, man. Yeah, without win, without he doesn't need to win. He's won every feud, but like he, he takes some losses and he, he he gets everyone over. Doesn't matter who it is. You got Jer. You got I know Jericho's a legend, but he made Jericho even better. He made everyone better. He in the ring with CM Punk. He made him look better too. Like it doesn't matter who he's with. Uh, Wardlow yeah. would not be as big of a star of as he's coming off right now if it wasn't for MJF too. If he was doing this with uh, Lance Archer, you wouldn't. No. We wouldn't care this much, you know? No way, man. And see, what's sad, really, I want to talk about this match in more length, right? But I'm gassed at this point. After covering all these freaking how many matches, we've gone over two hours. Yeah, and fun. really, we're not giving this shit. I know, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. But it pretty much took that long for a fucking long pay-per-view in the first place. And believe me, Kev, I'm trying to actually get through it pretty quick but not even going by hold for hold or move for move, but it still took over two hours just to get to this point, man. I have to go back and watch the last two matches too because I was I was, I was was tapping out. Like, I, it, yeah. like I said all the time, I love Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks are two of my favorites too. Like, I need to go back and watch that. You so too, I man, and I think yeah. I will. Well, me and Jago are going to cover um, Double or Nothing on the blow-off. And before, you know, we do that, I am going to actually rewatch it so I can be a bit more fairer. The only problem is that means still watching another fucking five hours of this bullshit. That's the problem. Watch the uh, stuff you, you think you need to watch again. The first 
couple hours you probably paid attention to like thoroughly, you know. I did. The first couple of hours were actually pretty great, and then they lost me in the middle. Yeah, I got and it was hard. Half hours again or something, which is still oh, like and every an event. <laughs> yeah, and every time I thought the main event was about to happen, it wasn't happening, which was driving me nuts. I'm like, what? There's another match, and then there was another match, and I'm like, all right, that's it. I- I've had it. I was this close to turning it off. I'm like, fuck this shit. Look, I'm not order the next AEW pay per view. Like, I don't like uh, like really. I like to have the option to go out afterwards and have a beer, you know. Then, like, if it's gonna end at one, I don't have the chance for that, you know. So I'm gonna watch my uh, like uh, read the results, unless it's well, like a this. I really like. Well, I don't know if you realized or heard or not, but um, they were actually screening Double or Nothing in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. And people were commenting while being at the theaters watching the pay per view. Funny enough, people were fucking leaving early because they couldn't handle how long it was going for. They had to just go home and say, fuck this shit. I'm out. You know what I mean? My friends and that's us too. Yeah, they, they wanted to see really? CM Punk so bad. Yeah. They, like, no. Yeah. Wow. So when, so when this match came on, they're like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> fuck. I don't blame him. And that's on you, TK. Booker of the Year, my ass. Because the pacing and just the placings of, of matchups were so wrong. You had, you know, your hot matches at first. And then, you know, your fucking main event suffered because of of just the ridiculousness of how long the event went for and just the matches before that. People were just ready to fucking pretty much riot, dude, at this point. And mm-hmm. I don't blame them. So, Jimmy, in saying that, yes. I have friends that run, you know, I go to do these shows all the time and like work with the wrestlers and stuff. I have friends that run festivals and stuff too, like Mean Grease. They fell asleep. Right. No, no yeah, shit. they fell asleep. And they're like the biggest fans ever. They like pay for these people. <laughs> well, like Jago says, and you get to do it again tomorrow. And, and that's what I was just saying. I'm actually looking forward to it. We'll review the show <laughs> in an hour. I'd like to see you do that, Jago, actually, because it's fucking tough, bro. And lately, a lot of my shows have been going for about an hour, now 15. This, I'm telling you, it was difficult, man. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Jago, and tune in to the blow off because you won't want to miss that show. That's for sure with the man himself. But go for it, Kev. Oh, we out now? We are out. So I was going to say, tell them where they can find you, my man. You can find me on most social media at Panetta Sexy Time. Then I started a wrestling page where we do uh, wrestling podcasting, a wrestling comedy show. Um, at Panetta, That's at Dollar Club Wrestling. Um, we have a pro wrestling tea store. Look at my Dollar King shirt right here. <laughs> Respect the dollar. We have uh, a lot of cool stuff nice. at Pro Wrestling Tees backslash uh at Panetta sexy time you could actually search dollar club wrestling too rock hard jim prendy's on there too really good uh it's some independent Rock-hard. wrestling too the dollar <laughs> enforcement agency don skipper we got a lot of cool wrestlers on there a lot of cool promos on there too so uh buy some shirts follow us on Panetta sexy time and dollar cup wrestling tiktok my, i have a good tiktok page too i have uh four thousand followers on my main one at Panetta sexy time and i have a thousand at dollar club wrestling so i have two different ones Wow, uh, big following. So follow me on TikTok too. Uh, big Ray, I like to shout out on there too. Big Ray Hernandez is awesome too. Oh, he that Big Ray. If you're sleeping right now, he's more popular than you are, dude. What the hell, mate? You got to get your fucking uh, TikTok game, you know, a bit better than that, dude. Anything else to to plug, Kev? No, nah, but I, me, and my friend uh, Jim Prendy on the Dollar Cup Wrestling page. We actually went to a bar on Friday night. I let him throw me through a table at the bar, and we uh, didn't get oh, kicked. Oh no out. way! Talk page to check it out. 
It's pretty cool. What? What? They actually allowed you to get fucking thrown. I think they that my friends like 275 pounds. He played D1 mm-hmm. football. He threw me like a 190 pound dude that threw like threw a table like no no joke. And oh. I like I kind of no sold it. We got up and we're like, we're like what's up, bro? And he's like, you guys. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. No way. We were like, you want to fight, man? You want to fight? <laughs> oh, we were just shocked. He, he was like scared. It was pretty cool. No shit. Yeah. Wow. And no cops got involved. No, no. They, they let us stay. Wow. Shoutouts to Philly. Yeah, fucking Philly knows how to partiki right there, man. I mean, shit. If I got thrown fucking through a table here, man, I'm telling you, I'll get arrested in a heartbeat. I was shocked, man. I'm like, how are we not arrested right now? Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. That's actually quite cool, man. Did everyone sort of stop when that happened, though? A couple of like, they're like, like you know, like, you see me in the background, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man, have you got footage of that? By any chance? Yeah, it's on my TikTok. Yeah, it's on my, my Ah, oh, dude, you should have sent it to me. I would have played it right here on the PWC, bro. Live uh, for everyone to see. Yeah. Next time, you got to put it on there, bro. All uh, right, it's on my YouTube. Send it to it's me. On my uh, YouTube, my Dollar Cup Wrestling. Oh, YouTube. you know what? I will actually post it on the PWC network where you can find his shows as well as my own. So look out for that. Actually, I will post that. I want to post that on the PWC network. And in turn, it'll, it'll be uh, posted up everywhere. And we get to see sexy time, the Dollar King himself, get, get put through a table. table. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome, man. Anything else, Kev, before we go? Uh, July 23rd, Legends of the Hamburg show. I'll be there in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. A lot of other, a lot of cool AEW people. Booker T is going to be there, too. I'll be at that oh, cool. show, too. So buy some tickets to awesome. that show, buddy. What, you're booked for the actual show? Yeah, I'm, I'm booked for the wow. show. Wow, look at you, man. I mean, RBV, and shout-outs to RBV. You know, open the door for you now, man. You're literally the dollar king in professional wrestling, dude. I'm proud of you, bro. Thanks, brother. Thank you. No no, no doubt, man. You're moving up, man. I mean, hey, you're doing the DDP run, bro. You know, you start, you got in there a bit, you know, a bit older, but it doesn't matter, bro, because you look like a million bucks. You're the dollar king. You're sexy time. You're pretty much everything in professional wrestling right now. And you know what, man? You're having fun. And that's what matters most, dude. Right. Don't get married. See? Don't have kids. You can still go for your dreams at any age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, man. Well, before we go, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find only my shows. Also, Kev's shows. Also, like and subscribe at hamimediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliated shows. Also, for five bucks, you can actually get to tune in for Uncaged in video form with myself, even Kev sometimes, and Jargo and Chris and and even Jeff at channelattitude.com, which is Vince Russo's site. For five bucks, which is no more than a $5 hand slap from Bin Hamin himself, Yalla to the Ayatollah himself, you will get to see not only our mugs, but Stevie Richards, you know, uh, Bin Hamin, RBV, Michael Jargo, Chris Ams, you name it, Big Ray Hernandez, all of us, the vet, Jamie Williams as well. We're all there at channelattitude.com. If you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and at DJ Mass Effects. And I think that fucking covers it, Kev. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Kevin the Dollar King, sexy time Kevin Panetta. And you've been listening to the PWC AW Double or Nothing Review Show right here on the PWC Network. 
finally we're out. <laughs> WC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.